You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today I want you all to please join us in welcoming to the pod, well, back to the pod actually, the third Jay, uh, the host of What Else is Going On podcast, deliverer of hard-hitting Bravo journalism, Jen Shaw exposer, <laughs> Bravo meets Black Lives Matter crusader, Taria. Hi, guys. First of all, thank you for saying the third J because I had it on the tip of my tongue. If you did not say it, I was going to say <laughs> I am their third J. Thank you guys for having me. Y'all know I love your podcast and I feel like I haven't been doing my due diligence because tr- I've been really trying to remember, like, don't just talk about the podcast. You like post them, post pictures. So I, I literally said this week, I need to get back on it every week, just reposting everybody's podcast that I listen to. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are funny. Y'all are smart and so insightful. And I've been looking forward to talking to you guys. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, Um, we love. And we love your pod, of course, too. I was just listening. I had to take my tree down. I'm one of those people. I didn't take it down until (laughs) January 31st. So I was listening to your pod that you did, the most recent one. um, And I was just living. I was living. I love. You, you, it's, do you ever feel like sometimes, because y'all get, y'all are a well-rounded podcast, like y'all, you guys can talk about everything. And sometimes I feel like maybe should I not really go there, but then I just think about what I try to stay true, not try, stay true to why I originally started the podcast and the right. people that want to listen will listen. They'll show up. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Listen, like you look at the episode title and you see the description. If you want to listen, then you listen. If you don't, you don't. I mean, that's true. That's it. I love when y'all say, you know what we're talking about? Like, I'm just, it just gives me, I'm like, get into it. Yes, get into it. <laughs> yeah, that last episode, like we were talking about a little bit, the last episode with Obi, we really like got into it. It was, th- things were said for sure. Yeah, Y'all, if y'all have not listened to it, which you should have, but y'all will be, screaming clutching your pearls like what like the insight that y'all gave on vpr low-key not gonna lie i honestly almost went back and watched yesterday because i listened to it yesterday but i couldn't because i had you know something an appointment but i'm like (laughs) real life they really want me to go to bravo on demand and like watch every single episode and jay i have to say when you said katie's best season was season five or six look looks wise i know the one exact one you're talking about is that the season when she got the promise ring the ring on a string when she was sitting yes. out there in that black yes. i knew it i knew it i was like yeah, yeah that's the season <laughs> that was her best season looks wise and i mean it's sad but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was screaming at you guys like jay i feel you <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you could feel her on that because I didn't even, I couldn't even recall that Katie. That Katie never stood out to me, but I guess it all yes. kind of runs together. Well, because just in general, she's blah as Lala Yes, yeah. Said. Um, but <laughs> if I had to pick which one was less blah, I feel like it was then. And I, I just have to say real quick, I know it's your other episode, but that Starbucks breakdown, I learned so much about Starbucks and it was, y'all made it interesting. I was like, work? customer service they have cold bar hot bar like oh so if you're hot bar you know what you're doing you can kind of flaunt that in the store Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. y'all really i'm gonna be paying attention now when i go in (laughs) yeah it's insider tea like if you look at the person on hot bar they run that shit i I cannot wait i cannot wait 
Okay. So, I mean, we always play like a little bit of a game. Yeah. Really, I don't really have a name for it. Okay. It's like a, like a temperature check. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm just gonna ask you guys, I guess, about ladies. Let me be inclusive. Sorry. I'm gonna ask you both about you know just each character, and you just let me know. Like I said, character. I mean, you know, Freudian <laughs> flip, but maybe that was accurate. They're characters. You literally meant that, yeah. <laughs> um, and you just tell me. Okay, are you inviting them into your chalet? Are they cozy in your chalet, or are you sending them down the ski slope? Like, let me know how you feel about basically each of the ladies. Okay. okay, so chalet or slope? Chalet or slope. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so first we'll start off with Whitney. I'm going to invite her into the chalet. Okay. Absolutely. She's the first one I send an invitation to. Wit is my everything. Really? Yes. Okay. I want to work out with her. I want to hang out with her. I want to do really? everything. Really? Okay, yeah. absolutely. So why are you both so into Whitney? It's because she's a Libra and you both are like Aries. So is that... <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> is that it? I just I want like I don't mind her. I just want to know like because I feel like you two both had like a really um, definitive response to her. Jay, I don't. I there's an energy that she carries that I feel like radiates through the TV screen, and I just <laughs> want to be around it, and I want to be in it. I want to be all over oh, it. Okay. I um I like that. Like the first episode, I felt like she was reading from a cue card. And even now to this mm -hmm. episode, sometimes I still get that cue card feeling. But for some reason, I feel like it's her. Like she really is operating in who she is. And I could see her getting more comfortable with camera, it seems like. But I mm -hmm. feel like she's always been who she was. And like I said, she just has this energy that I feel like would be so fun. Okay. Yeah, so I totally agree. What I love about her is... There's a lot going on again. She's a very layered lady mm -hmm. um, from like her randomly being very good at Taekwondo to like the father and then with like the hair and yes. the rehab and her like being the bridging the gap between her siblings and her father, like her marrying this older dude, like just the whole thing is so fascinating yeah. to me. So mm -hmm. I'm fascinated by her number one. Okay. And then secondly, I would have to agree with Tria because she just has like a bubbly, like fun personality, which I like that she has that because she could be like bitchier. I don't know. I would have assumed she'd be like a little bit like worse, like another Libra on the show, but she's not quite showing those signs yet. So uh -huh. I'm really into what she's giving. And is she reading from a cue card? Absolutely. But that's because I think she knows she has a job to do and yes. she doesn't want to fuck it up. She wants to deliver. And if that means practicing in the mirror that, speech she was going to give Jen and then flubbing it when she was performing it because she was wasted and she didn't account for that that's fine that's funny to me too <laughs> yes I like when she was crying and was like they they're all lying and that's the yeah. truth <laughs> <laughs> I, I was loving that when she was telling her husband who hasn't given a shit this entire time because he's used to her antics right like yes he didn't care I just thought it was so interesting that she decided that she needed to be the bone carrier <laughs> like, right and she, then dropped it <laughs> right <laughs> she's like i just yeah. gotta get this off my chest i have to let jen know that they're talking about her and then i have to let them know that jen's talking about them also like i just have to do it <laughs> right how she threw right. in the meredith thing she just like i you could tell she didn't plan for that but it just happened she was like you know what we're here now i fucked up the first one meredith you also right <laughs> right and then so do you both agree or disagree with the fact that it was like poor timing i think it was poor timing and i think 
I think it was poor timing. And then also I think the timing wouldn't have maybe made it as bad how she would have just spit it out. Cause I imagined if that was me and someone's like, I heard, and like, she's trying to get it out. And you're like, girl, if you don't spit it out because you know, it's going to be bad news towards you. Like was one of my friends talking about me, but that's what I would have thought. So I feel like not only was it bad timing, but if she had delivered it, like girl, Jen, by the way, I know we're here. I just want to tell you, I heard Meredith and, uh, I was going to call her Lily and Lisa Barlow was talking about you to Mary. <laughs> if she had to spit it out, I think maybe Jen could have maybe handled it. Probably not Jen, but a human could have handled it better. But the fact that she was dragging it out. So yeah, I'll say wrong, wrong turn, Whitney, wrong, wrong turn, wrong time. Yeah. And then Heather like coming over with her and her, you know, I am a straight shooter, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, Whitney, this is not that the is, time. That is her. That is her. Like you said, she should have just, if she was going to say it, just deliver it differently. She mm -hmm. made it a big deal by saying, like, I have something to tell you. Like, Heather, come with me. It's this dramatic moment versus if she had delivered it like, oh, by the way, those bitches are talking shit. Like, then it would have been handled differently. But also, it was horrible timing. And she, I think she knew it was horrible timing. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think she would disagree. Well, right. like you said, she had a, Whitney knows she has a job to do. Right. Um, all right. So on that note, Heather, how do you feel? I'm gonna let her come in because I have questions for her. Oh. <laughs> What's your first question? She says, okay, you have 30 seconds. What are you asking? I feel like in your confessionals, every time you refer to Utah, you always mention the things that Mormon, Mormons don't like, which is uh, homosexuality and black men. And you consistently mention black men, but then I also see you longing for this religion. So I'm just kind of wondering, where you really stand with black people. I know you, you say you believe in black lives matter, but you got to understand that it's really triggering to hear you continually say not once, not twice. Mormons don't like black men, but then you're trying to be kind of like steeped in our black culture. Mm. That's very true. It's almost like, are you fed? Are you fetish? Fetish? I yeah. feel like you have a fetish, fetish with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, what's that word? Yeah, I feel like you have a, a fetish with it. And it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, remember the first episode, she mentioned that. Right. So, you and know, then she I'm said like, it again, like, girl. And then the only person that we've seen her kind of go off screen with to have a little shindig or the illusion of it was a black man. Yes. A sound check guy. Fucking Curtis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really torn on this one because the people love her and I get that and she is good on the show. I do like what she brings to the show. It does freak me out about her perspective of black people. Like I'm more concerned about how you think black women, like I'm not, you never mentioned your feelings on us and I mm. am her. So I'm curious Very true. what that really means because I would never sat right with me, even in that also in that like first episode or whatever, when she was saying, oh, yeah, when I first went up to Jen or Jen was like, when Heather first met me, she just started like rapping and like doing the snake. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And I was like, hmm? yeah, like, girl, get off the floor. Yeah. Like, what is, I, like, at, like seeing a white woman perform these black <laughs> acts to me because I'm black. I'm confused. I feel like in Mean Girls, when she was like, oh, we have Katie from Africa. She's like, I'm from Michigan. Like, that's yes, how I feel yeah. when you do that. <laughs> it's not me. Yes, I agree. 
I definitely so I don't I would invite her but because I invited Whitney and that's her cousin let me frame it that way very okay. true um and okay so we might as well just jump right into it Jen how are, how are we feeling I'm putting Vaseline on the bottom of her sleigh and sending her back down so she can get there faster. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right. And now that you have a sordid past with a member of the Shaw Squad and quite possibly Jen herself, we <laughs> have to send her away. We can't have that nonsense. No, we're not. Because you're not about to be throwing glasses and thinking you pointing your finger anywhere near my trachea. I said, girl, I would have been the acetone to that ac acrylic nail. Girl, if you don't get out, see... I'm already, let me take a deep breath. <laughs> it was hard for me to watch that episode. Like I, I had to stop and then do, start it again. And then Corey had to watch it. So, cause we were going to recap it, but it, it just did a lot to my body. It was just really crazy how everyone was in a good mood. Everyone was coming downstairs. Like, yeah, we're going to have a good night. Like, okay. Like everyone was feeling good. Mm -hmm. And then it just blew up. Blew up. <laughs> Blue really up. kind of out of nowhere how did you feel about meredith um getting up and walking away from the table <laughs> we need to talk about meredith we need to talk and about the meredith. way she walked i was literally trying to mimic her walk like it was like her body went one way her arm went the other i was like okay meredith <laughs> she a part of me was like no meredith your job is to engage then i also thought about have you ever been like talking to someone who is accusing you of something and then when you're trying to like okay i care about this person so let me try to tell them no that's not how it was and they're like forget it i don't care i don't care i don't care so and every time you try to talk they're cutting you off mm -hmm. it's better for me to just leave them because this is going to escalate somewhere that i don't want it to go on my end so i could see why she got up and then when she talked about her childhood i could definitely see why she disengaged but it is your job to engage so i was really torn because mm -hmm. I'm like, would we have got anywhere? Or would it just have been a lot of screaming on Jen's end and Meredith slow blinking? Like those baby dolls that used to blink slow <laughs> with their like it would have been a lot of that. Right. She did, as she puts it, quote unquote, disengage pretty early on. I guess, yeah. you know, like you had your, your childhood and it triggered you to set you back and kind of have like a war fight. <laughs> like, she kind of like gave up on that like really early. <laughs> like, yeah like i'm not even going there i, I liked lee well we're not talking about lisa but i have to say i don't really care for i go back and forth with lisa like meaning i still don't care but like there's degrees to it but when mm -hmm. she kind of was kind of getting with jen a little bit like wait a minute jen like i kind of liked a little bit of bass in her voice a little bit because i felt like everybody um, just lets her say whatever mm -hmm. yeah and then even like how she would never swat her hand. Jen would never hit Lisa. Like she hit the shit out of Heather. And all Heather said was, Jen, don't hit me. Girl, I, mm -hmm. She said, don't hit me. Like, please. <laughs> that is so disrespectful. I just feel like to get in, I know we haven't, I'll, I'll wait till we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't in this episode technically. So we, we kind of- Oh, that's right. It. That's true. Um, yeah. But it was just, it was the way she did it too. Like it was a, a like, it's one thing to like even you know like shove somebody or just like a little tap. Like you, she like swatted at her. Yes. Like 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 you're like a fly. Like you're just 
like insignificant, you know what I mean? And I feel like it's that particular emotion to me that would have like set me off. Cause I'm like, you're not gonna swat at me. Like I'm just an inconvenience to you that I'm like in your area, like unnecessarily when I'm also sitting here trying to ask you what's wrong. Cause you're storming out crying. Right. You know, and like, I, mm -hmm. you know, I'm walking in thinking like, okay, we're going to have a good night. Everyone's feeling good. I see Meredith with her crooked walk storming out. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I see you getting all belligerent, splashing and sloshing your drink over the side. I'm like, what is going on? Um, yeah, it, I, bad taste in my mouth. I didn't like that at all. Me so neither. I'm, I agree with Heather. Like I'm the only one on your side here. I'm the only one. Yeah. Not necessarily on your side. I think she tried toward the later part to kind of be a little bit more neutral, but still clearly on Jen's side. But yes. I'm the only one rooting for you at this point. You know what I mean? Like people have gotten over Whitney at this, even though Whitney was wrong in terms of like her delivery and her timing. Everyone's gotten over that. She's been forgiven. We're dealing with you right now. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It, it, yeah. it was, um, I think too, when... Do you remember like when Heather and Whitney were walking in and um, she was pointing her finger at Whitney and she was like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Heather said, don't, uh, don't come at her like that. And then she like, it almost looked like she was going to chest butt uh, Heather. Mm. Like when she was like, uh, don't go there. And then she kind of made it. Like how you said she swatted at Heather and, and mm -hmm. it, it felt like insignificant. Also, like she was the boss because after she got up in their face and she was like, if you want to talk to me, you come over. And like, after she was like the mob boss walking over and, and you know, you like, come over here and talk to me then almost, you need to come where I am. And I'm like, girl, you were just in her face. Now you're walking away, telling her to come. Then Heather's trying to calm you down and you like, you're going to buck up on her like that to me. Right that invasion of personal space multiple times, and then you made contact with my body? No. It, it was also annoying to me as, um, you know, a tall woman seeing this because I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, so short women can kind of get away with anger issues because I don't know, for some reason on them, it seems to be this like cute thing. Like, oh my God, look, she has a little temper or she's spicy, especially again, oh. so she's not black because obviously black women we can't um express anger in any sort of way otherwise we're just the angry black woman but right sure she's petite and and she's not black and she has like this little attitude like okay whatever and i also kind of felt bad because it's just like heather's like you know like taller than her whatever and if heather were to even react half as bad as jen did it would have definitely been even worse yes blow up or reaction even on social yep. media you know what i mean like i can see the hate comments right now <laughs> i mean right. even how heather had to like put herself as a physical wall between whitney and jen like she was put in a shitty position that entire thing and after that little bitch hit me for me to have to also try to protect her because she's also coming at like she, when she was coming at her cousin like right square up because you had to get your purse all you had to do was come back and get your purse it didn't have to be also, I'm going to fuck this bitch up over some shit that happened a couple of weeks ago at this point, or maybe even a week ago, but the real issue is your marriage. Right. right. And when going back just one episode, when she was explaining to them and they were like, we thought you made up with Jen, uh, we thought you made up with Whitney. And she was like, 
I mean, but I'm still mad. If Whitney doesn't know that, like, I, I don't like that. And I heard somebody on a podcast defending Jen and um, some, the host said, well, she made up. Whitney was right to assume everything was okay. They made up. And the person said, oh, but haven't you done that where you said everything was cool, but it wasn't? Like, they should have known that. How in the world would Whitney have known that? No, that's not fair to hold her accountable for not mind reading right. what Jen was what Jen was saying, and then making like weird little faces to the camera. Like Whitney yeah. doesn't know that, right? Yes, right. yes. You know anybody who would I'm sorry would splash bath water at cameras that you know cost thousands of dollars? Mm. Like you have a problem. You're okay. at work. Where's your professionalism? Yes, yes. Ugh. <laughs> oh yeah um but not gonna fake i would have been mad if whitney brought me there too where the fuck oh I, <laughs> what that the? looked like bacterial vaginosis waiting to happen i was like i'm not no, no. yeah definitely like a yeast infection and i was like also um it could have been cool in like a hot spring type way if it was like yes. a cave or something but these just random three bathtubs out in the middle of nowhere like what is going on and she said dirty she water I didn't know if it was like an exaggeration, but she said she drove a couple of hours. I couldn't tell if that was yes. like real or not. Um, but I I'm think gonna... so. I, they look like they're in the middle of nowhere. She you know said I mean? she drove three hours. I would have been pit six hours to go sit in a, oh my gosh. To sit in a dirty bathtub? I'm, I'm sure like, they have really cool like springs or something there. Like you know, The natural spring spa resort, that's different than what Whitney brought them to. Yes. And it's also about knowing your audience. At the end of the day, you are sitting here trying to apologize, whether you think you need to apologize to Jen or not. And you know, you know this is not Jen's style. So you I so I feel like there was a little bit of um a little bit like of I'm fucking with you here. Yes, yeah. It was shady. <laughs> Say it again. It was definitely shady. It was definitely like a little bit of a shade because it was just like you know Jen's not gonna rock with this. You see what she be wearing and, and what she be doing with her seven, eight, you know, assistants and shit. Like, you know, she's not going to like this. Right. So, oh. Her whole storyline is that she's fabulous. So exactly. she can't be seen here caught dead in this Versace swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> what are we in the game? Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess that means, Jen, we're sending her down the slope. <laughs> um, all that to say. All that to say. Uh, and obviously, we'll get a little bit more into Jen as you watch the episode. Okay, so next I have Meredith. I I think I would invite her in. Um, uh -oh. Again, she has a pill addiction, but I will allegedly she I would also invite her in though. She <laughs> just I just, that would be my question. Like you have lots of questions for Heather. I have a couple questions for Heather, but really, it's Meredith, and I'm okay. trying to catch Evelyn. See, like, is she perked out or like what's happening? Because it's not adding up to me and what's the deal with her and her husband for real, for real. Yeah. And like, what's the deal with that son? Listen, they were, st they were standing that son out the gate. And I was like, I don't know why y'all do this. Cause y'all not going to like him. And sure enough, three weeks later, they couldn't stand. He just bro. gave nothing. That's what happens when you get someone too much credit for like, yes. all he did was say like, Hey mom. And everyone was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do shit. Like he didn't, let's see him do something. And then we can, Decide from there, and then it just so happened that his entire family is like drugged out, and everyone is like, I don't know, no one's giving us anything. So it's hard to judge him or Seth or that daughter Chloe or really even Meredith because they don't seem present. Right, right. 
definitely gone. Like, are you yeah. even here? And her responses are so slow. Like everything about her is slow. She's a yeah. slow. If I had yeah, to say yeah. it's slow motion, it's crazy. <laughs> Counterpart, she is a slow. Yes. Um, listen, I too was one of the people that got caught up in, you know, the Brooks Hive entertain because you know, everyone's talking about it, and I was like, okay, like let's see. Like I, I wanted there to be like, Yes. Uh, I, well, I, okay, I don't think he came out on the show and said that he's gay, so I won't say that he is. But I wanted there to be an icon, a fashion icon, you know, he's like a designer, whatever. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's chic. I'm liking where this is going. Um, but then he was just like very disappointing after that. His responses to things to me were very like stush, very, um, <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh my God, like you're like a stick in the mud. Like, yeah. You're not yeah. as fun as I thought you were going to be. Um, so that was disappointing. Honestly, for me, there's a, there were a few characters as i'm going to continue to call <laughs> that i feel like my opinion has changed drastically 180 on okay from the first episode until now um and a few of them have been kind of like you disappointed me change mm, okay um and brooks is definitely one of them Wow. Where do you land on Meredith, though? Do you like Meredith? Did you, do you feel like she brings anything? Yeah. Really, I'm very neutral on her. I, okay. Um, right, she doesn't give us anything to judge. She, yeah, I'm just very, very neutral. I think her and her relationship with her husband is peculiar. Um, I mean, listen, like, as Black people, you know, Black people are no stranger to the separation thing or, like, the right. what we're not thing. Um, so that, yes, you know that setup wasn't really like you know something I've never seen before. But it was just the way it was being handled. And then I, they flash back to their argument in the car about her not wanting to go to Canton, Ohio. And then they literally like it was annoying to me because they kept saying Canton, Ohio instead of just saying Ohio or Canton. Right. <laughs> I was like, why do we have to keep saying the whole thing? Do you want to move to Canton, Ohio? I don't want to go to Canton, Ohio. We should go to Canton, Ohio. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to live in Canton, Ohio. I'm like, all right, got it. Like, <laughs> I have a magazine from Canton, Ohio saying the top places to go in Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. Like, no. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, we got it. We get it. We get it. So they're very peculiar to me in that way. And like I said, um, the children, including Brooks, what were kind of a letdown to me also because I thought they were, because I love to see the children on these housewife shows because I think, you know, as everyone says, like your children do say a lot about you, that it is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they were just like a letdown also, it, you know. I, it was uh, funny to me. Uh, the best part of Meredith was when they were at that, um, what do you call it? Intervention. And she was like, you don't want to see me angry. Did you say it? Like how she was asking. Yes. That's not what they said. That was giving me like, oh, season two, let's see her get angry and let's see what happens. Yes. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if she practices self-control like that, because what does the other side of that look like? And she's a sad, she's a scammer. So she definitely has an ass. Yes. She's <laughs> in some way. And yeah, now, like, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if I really don't want to see her angry. Like, I, you know, the way she said it, right. she comes from a childhood where, you know, arguing um, seemed to be the mode of or method of communication. And she was often put in the middle. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure 
she knows how to scrap, not physically necessarily, but I'm sure she's had to say some real slick out the mouth shit, you know, to get people off her back or something like that. You know what I mean? She seems like she can be that type, maybe that might say something that kind of cuts you and you're like, oh, okay. Um, Real deep. Her husband gives me very like, I've been put through a lot in this relationship vibe. He's battered for sure. Um, but like you said, she still hasn't given me anything and I do want to see you get angry, unfortunately, because you haven't given me anything. So if I can't get anything else, I'm going to get your anger, I guess. Anger. I yeah. Um, I do like when she told Lisa though, uh, you're my friend and you can stay loyal to me and still be friends with Mary. And as soon as, uh, Lisa went to say something, she said, but I'm like protecting my space or I need my, I was like, Oh. Yeah, well, she was like, she kind of got pissed with Lisa. Again, it's really hard to read her emotions. She gives mm-hmm. no facial expression or change in voice. So I could only assume this is her being upset with Lisa when she was like, I mean, not to spoil it later, but when she was like, yeah, I don't know what Lisa thinks she's doing here, being yeah. friends with Jen when I need to protect my space. Like, that's not a good friend. I was yeah. like, ooh. And she was letting her know to her face. I'm telling you, in, the, in your faith and in confessionals. Like, okay. Yeah, she had had enough. And like, she had told Jen, too, to her face. You talked yes. about my marriage. I, also, I feel like she talked to Jen about her marriage because something in Jen's marriage is up. Besides what we already know, you know, right. I think they were having a venting session together. And mm. Meredith was like, oh, by the way, like, I, I, I also see other people. Not insinuating Jen also sees other people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like that's why it was like Lisa didn't know. Even though she's closer to Lisa, they were probably just having a moment and she just blurted it out. I, I can agree. I can see with that. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, listen, Libras have not been having a good couple of years. I'm gonna put it like that. I'm 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 <laughs> thinking about like Monique now, like, because she was also spazzing out on everybody. Meanwhile, her issue was with her husband. Right. So Jen seems to be kind but of But you know for Libras their relationship is literally everything in them. That is the center of their world. So they they seem to be spazzing out right now. Um they seem oh. to be having relationship troubles and then now spazzing out on everybody. <laughs> and now we all have to suffer because of it. Wow. Okay. I did not know that. That is that's very interesting. You know we got the good deets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um two more. So how do we feel about Lisa? She surprised me. I'll just go out and say that. Yeah. Yeah, I, hmm. at first I I wasn't really, yeah. I kind of felt like, oh, she's there just to feel like a puzzle piece. But like, if mm-hmm. I lost the puzzle piece, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not like how, it made for good TV, but how she didn't tell Whitney she was coming and then Whitney called her, she doesn't answer. And then she calls Meredith. Um, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I know you don't think you're staying in this hotel that I have slash production has booked for you. And you haven't told me you were coming. So I just, I, I really thought it was funny. And then when she talked that big game about the racetrack, how her and Dempsey, <laughs> Dempsey. Patrick yeah. Dempsey, yes. And then she went 70 miles per hour. I said, that sums up Lisa. She talks a big game, but when it's time to deliver, she's not a powerhouse. She's just slow and steady. Like, I mean, even to I be in her. Vegas on business, but have nowhere to lay your head, where were you <laughs> staying when you were doing all this quote unquote business? Because Bethany would never go travel somewhere for skinny girl shit and be staying at where production had set up for Whitney. You're crazy. <laughs> where did you sleep last night? I'm so confused. 
just right bizarre yeah like super weird i don't know what the deal is and like yeah, so again, and she's a Sag as well, so she's also not who she appears to be, but oh. we're finding it out a lot quicker than with Meredith. <laughs> okay. She's like a walking contradiction, kind of. Yeah, and and I don't understand the whole push to be loyal to Jen now, but notice Lisa is still saying she cares about Mary. I think what made me kind of okay with Lisa is the fact that she liked Mary because I felt like it was such, Jen was trying to do such a push to get everyone to turn on Mary that I liked the fact that Meredith and Lisa liked Mary because I wouldn't think yeah. that they would for some reason, you know, I just wouldn't think that they would. So, yeah. but I'm wondering why now is this sudden loyalty to Jen and Mary? Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, did you wake up in the middle of the season? Like, oh, oh, I want a season two. So let me put myself in drama. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it doesn't, we can't tell their motive on why they're doing stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because we don't know them. And also just because of the way this show is shot, it's weird. It's like, we've been with them for quite a bit of time, but we also still don't really know them. But I mean, I guess with time, maybe that'll change. I hope it'll change. But the way this show is shot, I mean, not to be a critic here, but even like the way the intro was on this episode and then at the end, there was clown music during their like mm -hmm. their final paragraphs. I'm like, what is this show? What yes. Are, who's editing this? I know it's shed, but like, who's editing this? That last, I was like, are they serious? It's not like the sexy music, you know, like on all on the other housewives. I'm really thinking of New York. You know how they play that little. But I'm like, mm -hmm. it, it, they literally put their title card and the people in the like inserted them into like what a green screen with the words because normally <laughs> like I was like this doesn't make sense I felt the same way I was very confused I've been confused multiple times I mean people have said that the reason why Mary's not on the show is because she was supposed to be a friend of and then they decided she was full-time whatever the case may be she wasn't in most of the episodes this season really right. she was at home it, and it looked like it was all shot in the same day they had her change clothes and wigs <laughs> in between and she just shot monologues in her house and they let her not go on the cast trip i guess vegas was the cast trip question mark yes right. and maybe that was during the time when she wasn't um full time full time and how you said it being shot on the same day i wouldn't doubt it because i feel like there's no way like if, if the new if shed came after then all that other stuff had to have been before so like there was if you go back to uh jen's um, I want y'all, when we get off, please, please, please go back to Jen's husband's birthday party when they okay. arrive. Um, and when they're walking in, you see Lisa and you see Meredith and their voices are normal. Just like what we're like, how we're talking normal now. Then let's say if you were like, Taria, hey, we need you to record another piece because you kind of cut out and just send us the piece. And I was recording it in a closet. So it's going to sound different. If you- yes. You, they were like, uh, where is Seth? And then they don't show Meredith's mouth moving, but it's like you hear her, like she's in a recording booth, like, oh, he's still in um, Ohio. Like They do that so all the time on the show. It'll freak me out sometimes. Yeah. Like when they do, yeah, they'll do like shifty camera movement so you don't see anyone talking. But it's like, this clearly sounds like they record <laughs> this, like they recorded their tagline and they were like, oh, by the way, we need that pickup shot. Yeah. When it happens, someone records on their iPhone really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's yes. crazy. 
Yes. If y'all listen, if y'all can't get back to it, please, I will screen record it and send it to y'all. It was like, whoa. It happens a lot on this show. And then again, with the, like, even when Mary was in, or Mary was talking to Lisa while they were in Vegas and she was saying like, of course, Jen ruined it. Like the outfit that Lisa had on was not the outfit we saw her go to the lady or like the energy healer. And she was in a completely different outfit. Yeah, when she, did they film this? You got me yesterday? thinking. Yes, yeah, she. You said right, yeah, right yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> when the after the fact? How long have they been recording like this season for them? Didn't it start? Uh, it, I mean, it was in 2019, right? Because they didn't film during the pandemic. It didn't yeah, seem. I think like it's like it. the tail end of 2018, and then some 2019. That's what it seems like. Wow, that is a long time. Yeah. That's a long time to get barely any footage, but right, to right. only get eight episodes. Like we couldn't even get twelve. Hmm. Like, I think was it eight? Was I think it was eight? Maybe, what but it just seemed like no, really. Short. Oh, th- see, I'm, I'm all. But honestly, content-wise, it was only eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There and were there had reunion. the nerve to be filler episodes in this. Season. Yes, yes, and they're having a three-part reunion. Right, and the I'm not gonna say the trailer looks like nothing happens, but I didn't see any events that I was thinking this can be a three part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like at I'm all. Be wow. Hmm. I don't think I will be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Probably not. Okay, so did we say was Lisa in the chalet or was she hitting the slopes? I didn't. Oh, like, oh my gosh, she's in the chalet. So. She's in the chalet. Yeah, I'll bring her. Okay. okay, and last person is Mary. I'm bringing Mary in. Wow. I have many a questions and we need to talk. <laughs> For sure. I'm bringing Mary in because Jen, you tried to isolate her and now you know how it will, not even to be petty, but I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing, seeing it for you and I'm going to bring Mary in. Bye Jen. And you're going to see all of us up there in the chalet partying. That's petty, <laughs> but. So <laughs> then I guess everyone is invited in the chalet except for Jen. Except for Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. I mean, it makes sense, but it's, wow. <laughs> um, so on that note, everyone, in case you didn't realize what we were talking about, we are going to be covering Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season one, episode 13. This is the finale episode and it's titled Chili Reception. So what are we grading the episode, ladies? A plus to F scale. Mm. I'm going to give it like a, a B plus. Okay. I, yeah. I felt like there was elements of an A, but almost like we'd get right close to the edge. And then it's like, oh yeah, this is a little bit like there was stuff happening, but I just felt like, I don't know, weird. I felt weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have words. Okay. Um, I'm in a B minus place with it. I felt like not a single event occurred during this episode. When I was watching it, I was stunned. It was an hour and a half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I just, but then nothing happened. Like, like you said, there was like, it was on the verge, on the cusp of something happening. And then every time it deescalated. And so nothing happened. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what are these scenes? And why are they in this finale? Like, what is this? <laughs> right, right, right. Like a tease, almost. I agree. Yeah, completely minus for me too. I also didn't realize it was that long until you just said that, Jay. 
And I remember earlier watching and I was like, what? I'm like, damn, I'm still watching it. But it didn't click to me that it was like longer than the other episodes. But like, it really didn't need to be. I don't. Yeah, like you would think there was something necessary for that extra. That's what I feel like the same thing about the reunion. Like you think there's going to be something to fill this time. There's not going to be. Right. I thought, I know it was an hour and a half because me and Corey started watching it and he clicked the DVR. He said, this thing, he literally said, this thing is an hour and a half. And I said, and <laughs> so I said, yes. And I said, oh, watch what happens live is probably recording for some reason. That's what I, like, that's what I thought too. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. That's the only thing that's worth it being that long. Cause it'll do that. Like it'll make, yep. it'll record, watch what happens live. If it's a really good episode sometimes. Yeah, isn't that weird how I feel like the DVR decides mm, we're gonna record yeah. all of this one or none of it I'm like wait what happened I, I was annoyed that we didn't get more I thought didn't y'all think we were gonna pick up from the counseling session how do we not after Jen says she doesn't trust uh Heather how do we not get anything else yeah how do we end up back in Utah yeah. <laughs> like days like, later like, too Yes. I was like, I know there's going to be good flashbacks. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what they're doing. No, that's not what they're doing. Mm. Because <laughs> the camera's <laughs> cut immediately after that therapy session. And then like how Lisa said, oh, I saw her like bawling in an elevator in a great Gucci suit, like great Gucci track suit. We didn't even get a flashback of that. Right. I wanted to see the uncomfortable plane ride, all of it. <laughs> wow. You're right. We, we were robbed, for sure. So, I mean, let's get into the episode. Oh, <laughs> yes. What left there is. I mean, we kind of chopped it up. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Okay, so I, I did note that it, like, started off with like, this, like, beautiful, like, landscape, like, interstitial. I was like, yes. this is breathtaking. Like, yeah. Yeah, I it was so gorgeous. Because that looks so pretty. And like, even the way they shot Whitney's house, I was like, wow, like, her house. Yeah amazing from the outside it also kind of had it gave me like a kardashian vibes even like with the music too and the way they were kind of cutting it i don't know um but you know whitney's doing her thing and she's like meditating she has her crystals set up um and then we see lisa and heather and mary and etc and then there's some weird like <laughs> edit of like the vegas weekend kind of in the background <laughs> and like echoing <laughs> going through and i guess everybody's echoing their worst nightmare i don't know like it was just i just noted that i was like okay that's interesting the way they wait so two things one i feel like they showed that establishing shot of whitney's house with the lake because jen had referred to last episode drowning her in the lake so i feel like that was the editor's ah, nod okay that makes yes sense. yes yeah, that, that was the easter egg yep yeah for sure <laughs> they do funny things like that so i think that's what that was and then also with the like they're just doing regular tasks. They just show them like walking down the hallway and then they have these weird flashes like repeating in their heads, like haunting them to this day of yes. what happened in Vegas. But they're not reacting to it at all. They're just doing mundane activities and then making it seem like that's what they're thinking about when that's not what's happening. And again, like, I wouldn't have known that Vegas was that big of a deal because the way that y'all cut it and shot it, I, I didn't get like this is something that's ruined them as a friend group. <laughs> like, exactly it, it, it didn't come across that way no especially and like when they showed shots of jen in her house i'm like she don't know what she's she's definitely renting but she don't know where anything is like it took yeah. her i don't know how long to find the light switched two weeks ago 
And then she just took lost like this week. I'm like, wait a minute. Girl, you like what you make? She was what making tea or something? I don't know. It just never rings true to me when she's in her house contemplating. So I like what you said, Jay, how like you're trying to make us think this is what they're thinking about. And no, it's not. You're just shooting them, cutting this in. Yeah, it was so odd as a like a artistic choice. It was bizarre. Right. Right. Um, and then so after that, we're the first real scene, I guess, we're with Heather and she's at the what is it, beauty bar and lab? Beauty bar and laser. Yeah, beauty lab and yeah. Beauty, whatever. Beauty lab and laser. Beauty lab yeah. and laser. There we go. What is is she like a nurse or I wonder if she even does treatments. Is she just the owner? Because you yeah, notice she's just the owner. Yeah, she never like if she if she did treatments, I would thought that she would have done Whitney when Whitney got the hydrofacial when her daughters were getting it. She's not doing any of that. So she owns like a beauty bar, but isn't like an esthetician or a nurse? Pretty much. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> saying. <laughs> Almost like buying a McDonald's, like a franchisee. That yeah. Owns. <laughs> totally. She's a franchise owner. <laughs> okay. Anywho, um, so we're there and she's setting up for her, you know, Nice launch party for the new location or whatever. Speaking of franchise, and um, yeah, they had that weird bit with the stanchion. Which, did you guys I mean, know that? Did y'all know what a stanchion was? Because I no, no, I didn't know either. So I'm with Heather on that one. I didn't know. Um, it was kind of giving me Watch What Happens Live vibes though, because they kept mentioning the word stanchion. <laughs> you know, so I need a fish die every time they say stanchion. Like that was pretty crazy. Crazier was that Whitney knew what a fuck it was. I, I was going to ask you. That's what talking about it? the layers to Whitney. Why would Whitney know what a stanchion is? Right. And what made me tend to believe she knew was when she said, you know, when you're at the airport and they, I was like, oh, she knows what this is. <laughs> I love that. I love that the whole time Whitney's been like, kids, go ahead through the stanchions and I'll be right there. Like, and her you kids know, what know. It's just so crazy because I'm like, I'm with Heather. I'm like, no, it's the pole. Like, I don't, um, stanchion. Okay. Right. Well, in either event, Whitney comes after the gym and she's, you know, taking a look at things. She unhelpfully lets everyone know that it looks like it's, looks like they have a lot of work to do. <laughs> um, even though they're, I guess the, what is the opening like tomorrow or like in a couple right. of days. Um, so thanks for that, Whitney. But she makes a note because obviously they start talking about Jen again. And she says, is Heather like addicted to toxicity? I loved, I <laughs> freaking love that when she said that. It's a question. It's a I question. Kind of rich coming from somebody who has a dad <laughs> in that position and like. Oh, and I didn't think about that, Jay. All sorts of things like with him. And I'm, I'm sure she has been put in the position to be an enabler or like to you know to carry on a relationship with him probably further than she should mm-hmm. so it was just funny that she like you know is calling heather out in that kind of like maladaptive behavior i should say i did not even think that okay that's a good one but i mean is heather i don't know like I think, well, I would tend to agree because do you remember when they were in Vegas and she used the word, uh, Jen is toxic, horrible, and something else. And then she says, but every, all of us have a little bit of that in us. No, all of us are not toxic and horrible. 
<laughs> like, what like, do you mean? Strong words, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's not, not all of us are a little annoying. That's not all of us are, you know, late sometimes or inconsiderate sometimes. That's we're toxic and horrible. Right. And then um, she said, do you still want to be her friend? Lisa said that and, and Heather was like, yes. I was like, oh, girl, okay. Because Whitney is an enabler, she would be able to spot an enabler's behavior. Mm. So I think she nailed it because she notices her own behaviors within Heather. Because, I mean, is she mad at Jen? Yeah, but like, kind of not really. Like, Whitney is going to get over it. She's not the type to hold on to this as long as maybe Meredith is making it seem like she would. Yeah. At the end of yeah. the day, Whitney is easy to convince otherwise. Right. Um, I think Whitney would really be cool with Jen if Jen just didn't have that crazy freak out yeah. in Vegas and, and basically have she had that bitch up on the wall. Like <laughs> right. The way she was like in her face. So I mean I I'd be a little scared of her too, I guess, if I couldn't fight. But I, I I also just Whitney oh. knows Taekwondo, so she would have fucked her up. Oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But what I don't like is the the threats. I, I'm I'm not I can't stand a person that will even go so far as to get in the face but never do nothing. I'm not saying I'm advocating fighting, but we've all you know been you know been around, partook in it. But to Jen has made threats, and I'm sick of. I just want somebody to run up in her. Oh, she just I feel like run up get done up, girl. I I I just there's something about her that makes me mad because she. She just, I feel like she calls them bullies and I don't like to use the word bully all the time because we know, you know, people use it pretty much for anything they don't agree with, you know. But there's just something about Jen and her mouth and the way she threatens and I'll do this and I'll do that. And it's like, girl, you ain't, you're not busting a grape in Welch's backyard. You're doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that's what I was saying earlier. Like, you know, Jen being like this small little feisty thing, it's giving me very Chihuahua Pomeranian vibes. Yes. Like, Bitch, I'm a big dog. You cannot. Yes. I was just so mad when Heather was like, don't swallow him. I'm like, girl, yes. you don't buck up on this bitch. Like, yes. Why are you letting this little woman just terrorize everybody around this town? And listen, like, again, I'm from New York. I have taken karate myself. Like, what you're not going to do is come over my face. That's for <laughs> sure. I know that for sure. Like, I'm not putting my back against the wall like that for anybody. And like you were saying earlier, that acrylic in my face, like... That would have been... <sighs> hands in my face is not particularly a trigger for me because I feel like it's like... It's a cheap shot. I feel like people kind of go for that quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to let you get over me on that one. But Jen was taking it to the extreme. And I feel like I would have had to like do something. At right. least have to drink out of her hand. I'm like, nobody even did that. I'm like, right. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like being with a child. When the child is like doing behaviors that you know are not okay. And you don't say anything. You don't address it. They're going to keep doing it. Like that's, if I'm going to get away with it. I'm going to keep doing it. I get attention this way. People are scared of me now this way. You know what I mean? So, yep. That's all that Jen is doing. She's pushing her boundaries and no one is setting the limits for her. And I would have set that limit really quickly. In- instantly. Like I said, even the fact, like you said, somebody's hand in your face or even pointing at you, it's like, that's no big deal. But the as close as she was, for her not to have grabbed her finger and been like, get your hand out of my face and then see where it went from there, like nothing. And just like you said with the child, they continually 
push boundaries. And when they notice you're not saying anything, it's going to get to the point where they're going to embarrass you. Like Jen frequently does, it seems, with her freakouts. Right. Uh, when they're all out. I just, I don't understand adults that really, I mean, I've been around some crazy folks. It's just that to flip like that over nothing and then can never take accountability, even if there was a rage and regret, which I can't stand. She's not regretful for anything. It's always somebody else's fault. Right. And then when they're like, oh, you need to apologize. She's like, for what? Or she'll apologize and be like, well, I don't know what I'm apologizing for. I'm like, wait, what? I did not like that. Because it's like, well, then you're going to repeat the behavior again. Exactly. You didn't know what you were apologizing. I won't even skip ahead. I'll wait. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you. She should have done, done something, even if she barked at her. Anything. Like, get her out of your face. Like, and how did you guys like, feel about like how she was reacting at Sheree's party? Because like she threw that glass, which, okay, maybe you're trying to give me like a TV moment. Um, but I thought it was wild that she like went up to Sharif after that and was like, let's go. He's like in the middle right. of the talking, he's having a conversation with his friends, he's feeling the vibes for the night. And she's like, no, let's go, let's go right now. And then she's in the car, she has to have her, her son, her teenage son, like to calm her down. Like that's nuts to me. Nuts. That's what's disturbing is the only one that was there by default because Sharif's not going to leave his own party. Nope. You shouldn't expect him to nor should his son that he wants here like i mean the underage one okay he can be controlled a little bit more but like as an adult you're not gonna i'm not gonna take my mom home because she has a fucking attitude no 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 right so i just felt horrible about that and like that son is too young to be involved in that shit like we don't Mm -hmm. see him on camera but we see him on camera dealing with this like it's not a good look you know like telling you to calm down and such like maybe Maybe this was the first time that that happened that he needed to do that, but I really doubt it. And to me, I just, I don't, I don't like that because I don't like when people put, I'm not going to tell her how to parent. I don't know how she is as a parent, but I don't like when people put their children in those positions. Yeah. I, as a child, should not be looking at my parent and trying to calm them down. <laughs> like to that degree, like where you're so upset, like you're just seeing red. Now, right. if, you know, if the kid is like older or whatever, like they're grown at that point, like, you know, it is what it is. You, you know how it is. But as somebody who's like, you know, like in middle school or high school, I can't, I think he's like in high school. I can't really tell, like, I, I can't remember where he was. He's but, like 16, but she's on the fucking verge and he's yeah, expecting like, yes. to rehab her back to like normalcy. Mm-hmm. No way. I think that's still very impressionable. If anything, that's even more of an impressionable age. Like, that's not what I should be doing for my mother. Like I shouldn't be seeing like emotional volatility like that. You know what I mean? I don't like it when people put their kids in like a position like that. So like I said, like, I don't know if this is like a normal thing for her, but I just thought that was like really crazy that she got that upset that she was even trying to ruin Sharif's night. And it's like, yo, you already said that you don't do anything for him. This is your first time doing something for him. And yes, Whitney's timing was terrible. Her delivery was even worse. But throw the glass and let's be done with it. If you got to do something. Right. The whole like trying to get him to go home too. I'm like, come on, relax. And we know it's not the first time because, you know, when uh, Sharif and Sharif Jr. were talking, he was like, their mom doing the same, like the dumb stuff again. Mm. So it was like, oh, yeah, this, this is not her first time at the rodeo clearly right and she said that the kids were the ones that were like you need to get on antidepressants like yes. they've seen shit yes they they um, certainly have it was really scary and then like you said about 
it him not having like a lot of nights with her it's like you said your marriage was on the brink and this party was supposed to save it and somehow you're unable to control yourself emotionally like it's a saying that how someone chooses to act is their journey how you choose to react is yours yeah you're unable to take that on the chin and be like okay fuck it i'll address this later i don't have to talk about that right now you could throw the drink like you said and then to make that scene because that was totally i feel like it was so stiff the way she threw it it wasn't very yes natural. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i was going to chalk it up to the costume but i don't know i couldn't tell it didn't look like she wanted to do that or that made much sense but do that and then have a lunch they'll pay for you to have a lunch tomorrow and talk about it yeah that 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 i'm thank you for saying that i heard a, uh, somebody say oh and i know that that drink was for real because she wasn't like Teresa, how Teresa looked around and then threw it. She just chucked that glass. And I'm like, no, that's not. When you mad, it's, it, 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 it would have went like a softball. Like it just Yeah, and the way like how Lisa Renna, like when she did the shit, like yes. that was something where she meant it. Like her whole body was in it. The way she yes. threw it down, you would throw it down. You wouldn't throw it out like that, you know? Yes. Like yes. it was weird. <laughs> I'm so glad you noticed that. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get my steak down. Hold on one second. <laughs> i feel like y'all should do an episode of outtakes or like all of us come together and like do our outtake that you take out that you don't put in like i think that would be <laughs> so besides, funny yeah. i know i know like yeah like our that blooper would... special <laughs> yes yes Tree, you have such great ideas let these down <laughs> let me tell you all i would love to be able to just um Say, hey, like when I get an idea for like, hey, why don't you guys should try this? Or you guys should try that. And then people just do it and move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be cool. There's no like, you know how YouTube, they do tags? Like there's no podcast tags. Do we just invent that? Ooh. I Maybe. Because there's no one ever does. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I want these accounts to do this exact same format. And like, let's talk about right. it. It'd be a thing. It's not a thing. We sure. need to talk about Okay, well, all that to say, I guess, are, if you were Heather, would you disinvite Jen also? No, oh, I guess whatever. She was already you, invited. Yeah, it, it, okay. it would be like, if I thought that, if I sensed her energy when she came in, I would mm -hmm. either, I'm not going to stay away because it's my event, but like, look, I'm not trying to have nothing here tonight. This is about me. I would hope, even if I had to say, like, I would hope as my friend, you would respect that. If you feel like you can't contain yourself, then... I would ask you to leave because my family and friends are here and this is important. But like she said, Jen is a major client. Her face would show that she probably spends a couple racks there. So you got to let her come. Yes, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's the best advertisement. But... Yeah. It's not great. Right. You need to let, let Whitney be the walking billboard for the hydro yeah, but then even then that. i was kind of disturbed because There's the whitney we see in this 2018 2019 footage is not quite that woman that was in that one particular betty boop kind Ooh, of lucy yeah. Lou highbrow with the curls and the pink dress like i was pretty disturbed with the needlework i was seeing and i was yeah, her, thinking her was it like... was her cousin's fault <laughs> oh her yes in her like scalp <laughs> like it was yeah like she looks pulled back and i'm like she's too young to look like that too yeah she's got to be one of the 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 prettiest worst confessionals like she never like the first one she got right i think her very and then it was almost like somebody was like we got to go big we got to go bold and i was like mm -mm, <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. 
Red and pink together is always just like a no no. So when she did the red with the pink dress, I was already like, oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so the next scene, um, I guess Lisa and Jen are meeting up. You know, Lisa says she felt bad. She saw Jen crying in the elevator in Vegas. Again, we, as we said earlier, we didn't get to see that. So this is all fake news. And um, she's like, okay, let's like go to Utah and we'll meet up. So they're meeting up. And I guess I just want to know, like, do you agree that Lisa should have met or it was okay that she met up with Jen? And then how are you feeling about, because what bothered me was that Jen was like, you were the only one to reach out to me after they Yes. Bitch, you needed to be out here reaching out to other people. You were the yes. one that everybody was uncomfortable with and, and didn't trust anymore because of your Exactly. That bothered me so much. Uh, that bothered me. It bothered me that Lisa, uh, Jen fixed her lips to say that she hated to see Meredith so upset and that she wanted to apologize to Meredith to tell her that she shouldn't have even entertained to talk about her marriage. Girl, you brought it up. What do you mean you shouldn't have entertained it? No one brought it up and then you indulged or entertained it. Like you brought up her marriage all those times. And now all of a sudden you wish she wouldn't entertain it. So she was once again, shifting the blame mm -hmm. to me, I thought mm -hmm. on someone else. And then I was disappointed because uh, Jen has a tendency to bulldoze the conversation. And so Lisa couldn't get anything in. And so watching, it would appear that Lisa was taking Jen's side instead of being like, even if she wanted to be her friend, well, like, you know, it really didn't look good when you did X, Y, and Z, or you really were wrong. Even Heather stood up to her in the hotel room and was like, no, you're the one with the problem. So I feel like Lisa was, um, like when Jen was trying to say she said the wrong thing and, and Lisa was like, yeah, misinterpreted. No, no one's misinterpreting anything Jen is saying. She's yeah. saying it. Because at the, the bottom line is, here's my thing. <clears throat> yes, I think that Whitney... Like I, I will keep saying this, I, I stand by it. Like I think that Whitney had poor timing, and I think her mm -hmm. delivery was trash. Part of it was because she was drunk, and part of it, I think she just wanted to be a little messy. Mm -hmm. And that's hey, it's TV. That being said, I think everybody was. If people had to pick a side in that case, I think everybody was on Jen's side in that particular instance because it was like, yeah, like why are you doing this at her party? That's bad form. Even Mary was like, oh, you did it at her party, like that's right. <laughs> That's okay. I'm like, if crazy ass Mary is like, that wasn't okay, then that, wow. Um, but it's like, it, yeah, you had everybody on your side. <laughs> you complain that no one's here for you. You had everybody on your side because everybody agreed with it. They decided to, and by they, I mean, the, you know, they keep calling each other sisters, the sad scammer sisters, <laughs> decided to forgive Whitney, which is their prerogative. And like, I, and she just like lost it because of that. <laughs> like, it was almost like right. she was like, wait, I thought that we said that we were all mad at Whitney. And it was peculiar that she lost it because she herself had just said that she forgave her. But yes. she went out to like, you know, the dusty tub from hell, like she, <laughs> she forgave her, you know, whether, it was, I mean, to me it looked fake, but the bottom line is you said, I forgive you, I'm letting it go. And I can't stand someone who says I'm gonna let it go and doesn't let it go. Mm -hmm. 
it's like if you don't want to let it go you want to hold a grudge whatever that's fine but if you really sit there and say like i'm all right i'm letting it go i'm over it whatever fine then it, you gotta let it go you can't like go back on that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it just it's bad form um and it's, it's kind of like weak to me almost you like, talked about that be- this before on an episode you did, and you said I you said specifically that. So yep, I you you I definitely know what you mean because I agreed with you then. Like I didn't think about that. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of which is completely unrelated, but VPR when Brittany um, decided to get back with Jax after he cheated on her, and she her mom told her, and everyone kind of judged it, but her mom was like, you know, if you get back with him, you can never bring up that he cheated on you, and everyone was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you can't, that's so fucked up, like her mother said that, and I was like, I mean, it's yeah. the truth, if you decide to get back with this monster, you can never bring up the situation <laughs> again, the face right. has to go. Right. Listen, if you're saying that I forgive you, then I'm, I'm moving past that bygones bygones then they gotta be bygone like yeah I mean, you gotta let it go <laughs> <laughs> right right it is what it is and now if you can't do that or if you don't think that's fair which is a completely subjective maybe it's not fair then you don't get back with them that's it that's it yep or you tell them i don't know i don't know where i'm fi- i don't because i'm in between both like say something people shouldn't have to wonder what you they're gonna get when they get together with you exactly and and in that instance and that and that's i feel like where everybody turned on jen because it was like okay like you're tweaking and i thought we were all good you said we were good now if you were over there stewing and brewing on shit then you should let people know yes so i think in in one instance i i can feel for jen only because <clears throat> You know, she was really stewing and brewing on it. I don't think she had truly, like, really had gotten over it. And yeah, listen, it's no one's job to, or it's no one's place to tell you to get over something. If it's something that really triggered you um, and you're really bothered by it, then you're really bothered by it. But it's not fair for everybody else that you were stewing and brewing and holding this and tallying shit, and then you blow up. Yeah. Like, that's not fair because I'm thinking we had a clean slate and then now you're pushing me up against the wall and telling me to shut the fuck up and you don't throw me in the sink. And I'm not understanding where it's going. So Jen's like, I don't understand why everyone's like mad at me. I'm like, that's why, because you <laughs> were holding on to shit and tallying and 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 yep. keeping score. Keeping score. And also working with multiple people to get other people mad at people. Yes. Like, she said this about you and like, ooh, little do you know about Meredith, she, what the real tea is. And she was also trying to get them against each other. It's when they all sat together and realized she was doing that, that they had an epiphany. That's what I was going to ask you. Do y'all believe Whitney when she said she called me to talk about you? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I believe it because... They like to, like, Whitney's an easy pawn. So I feel like if you want to preach your sermon like Mary does, you do it to Whitney and see yeah. how she reacts. So Whitney probably was like, yeah, I'm down. And then she thought about it. And she's like, wait, that wouldn't be good for me to do. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I just made up with Lisa and Meredith, you know. And I, what I did not like, and I know this, we're going to get into this with Jen. From day one, I have felt like, I keep saying I don't, I know, no, I'm not going to put a disclaimer on it because I keep saying I'm going to stop doing that. I felt like she talked about being a minority for selfish reasons, not for this is my true experience. 
this is what I'm going through. With Jen, when she talked about it, it did not ring authentic to me. So then when she meets with Lisa, who is a white woman, she says that she acts this way because of the way she grew up mm-hmm. and her culture and white people. And she's talking to a white person yeah. and always having to fight. And that annoyed me because I went to an all white school from well, pretty much kindergarten through eighth grade. There was like maybe five of us in between elementary and, and middle school. And there were things that, you know, when you're black and you go to an all white school, you got to face how the white kids treat you on one side. Then when you get around your black friends, they may feel like you're not black enough and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going around cussing people out, fighting people and being in fight mode because as an adult, you realize what your triggers are. And when, when you, it's one thing if you don't realize them, but when you come to the realization, it's now your responsibility to get help. Exactly. That's what I was saying about the Monique situation with Potomac. I was getting so pissed about her using the fact that she went to a school where she was one of the only black kids. And then she went to a school where she was like an Oreo type of black kid. And she felt like she was attacked. I'm like, you're not going to use that as your narrative to excuse you wanting to hit Candace over the head and pull her wig simultaneously. Right. Especially no. when Candace went to all white schools too. So guess what? Yeah. I'm about to say, especially because she's the most Oreo of the, of them all. Right. So, so for, <laughs> for you I have to no sympathy, no, none at all. I, I cannot stand when some of us do it at times. And I went to school with a guy in um, middle school and he was mixed and or I'll say biracial. And when he got in trouble, when he did stuff legitimately wrong and he would get in trouble, he would say, y'all doing this because I'm black. And then I remember specifically him and I were having a conversation. I had like a little crush on him, but you know, I didn't let him know that. But seventh, eighth grade, we're having a conversation. And he was like, I'm not black. And I remember ah. thinking then, oh, so you're black when it's convenient for you. And ever since then, mm-hmm. I feel like I just have a, a sense of when people do that. And I don't like that. Don't minimize things that women, especially don't minimize things that black women go through and make it, you know, they want to call us angry black women that are aggressive when we're just trying to live our life, trying to shoulder, you know, whatever we got to get through. And here you're making conscious choices. Right. But you know what I also feel about that whole, like, um, you know, you're angry black woman. Yes, I am angry. Now what? Yes. You know, I am angry. Thank you. We've established that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think what's crazy about when they say that, it's like they even like rob us of, of the ability to be angry. I can be angry about shit. I've that is a good point. There's lots yeah. of people that wake up angry about shit. I don't know. Maybe today I will, I'm angry because I stubbed my toe. I don't know. But like, you know what I mean? Like, so right. now I feel like we can't even be angry. Like, that's, it's a valid emotion. Right, that everyone has. That everyone has. And I'm allowed to express that emotion however much I want to. And if you don't want to be around when I'm doing that, then that's fine. That's, again, your prerogative. But what you're not going to do is tell me how to feel and how I can't feel that way. And you're especially not going to tell a Black person that because we obviously know that there are so many reasons as to why I, I very well can wake up angry every day if I really wanted to. There's right. lots of things that I have to go through on a daily basis that I have to put on my happy suit for. So... 
I, I always get kind of weary about that when I'm talking to black people because I always try to like encourage them. I'm like, it's okay. If you're angry and someone's like, wow, you're so angry. Yes. Point. Like how Lisa Renna was like, wow. <laughs> you're angry. so angry. <laughs> yeah, I am. Why not? <laughs> you're right. Check. You noticed. <laughs> right. It's okay. And if Jen so, was really team black women, I mean, you can hate on Mary all you want, but she is the only black woman on this show. Mm-hmm. You would just be neutral to her. Instead of just actively hating her and wanting to exclude her from everything, you would just not acknowledge her. Disengage, if you will. And to me, I feel like y'all know we have the whatever goes on and, you know, growing up, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house, which isn't always good. But mm-hmm. I feel like that sometimes with our community now, we hear like allegedly, allegedly what's going on with T.I. and Tiny or even other black celebs. Yes, we call them out. We speak on them or whatever. But Jen, for you to talk about what you went through in Utah as a Tongan, because let's be clear, Jen, you are not black, what you went through as a Tongan woman, and then to say in front of these white women what Mary said about not going into the convenience store, I felt like that didn't need to be said. We already know the the things that white people say about us. Why not take that as a moment if she was truly your friend, because apparently y'all hung out, hung out before off camera, to really try to talk to her about it and ask why. Maybe get into her head a little bit, but you gonna throw that out there in front of these white women? I didn't like that. Mm. And then also to even say that, um, Mary said that, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I've been a black woman going to a convenience store in a group of any amount of men, like any race yes. or anything going on. If they're standing outside the store, yeah, I might pull up to a different one. I've done that before. I have no shame in saying that. You're actually ridiculous. If you think I'm going to walk in that fucking store, I don't care if it's a group of five white dudes. I'm not going in that fucking store. Right. I don't know what the hell's going on. Shady shit happens at gas stations all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I I just, I, 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 saying like she, if she really was concerned and really cared about how Mary felt about black people and that was like a real passion of hers then she should have pulled her aside. Yep. And even if she had that conversation, and if she wanted to give it airtime, because I think about, again, how we've, you know, we've, and did you guys go to majority white schools or was it mixed or? I did. Yeah, I like to make the joke that I was raised white. So, yeah. Okay. So we all know, again, we talked about it earlier, what it's like to be around all white people all day. And then when your friends or your family that are black who don't go to all white schools, how they can tease you, talk about you, whatever. So I, if Mary did say that, I remember feeling like I don't hate Mary for saying that. I want to be like, wow, she grew up in a majority white and, uh, more Tongan than black, like we like we're probably discussed, um, place where she was the only or or very few uh, one of the few black people, and then she did have a black side of the family. So if she went through, though, had to uh, try to exist in those two worlds, I can see how she's uncomfortable around maybe black women because she hasn't been around a lot of black women, and instead of saying, "Hey, like." No, that's not how, or just some type of encouragement because Jen is not black. So I can't even really say, hey, sis, but just to do that to her, it just really made me angry. I did not take the side of I'm mad at Mary for saying that because I don't agree with her, but I understood it. 
listen, Mary ain't working with a full fucking deck anyway. Exactly. <laughs> let's just get it out and open. Let's be clear. I mean, listen, no matter how you slice and dice it, anyone who marries their grandfather, sub-grandfather, whatever, there's something else that they're not telling us. <laughs> okay. So I'm not looking to marry to be this, you know, social activist crusader, to be honest. Um, and again, like you were saying that like she's not grown up really familiar with, I can assume, you know, black people in black culture, just living in Salt Lake city. Now she is a pastor, um, pastress question mark. So she, uh, I, we saw her congregation. It seemed to be at least maybe every single black person that exists in Salt Lake city goes to that congregation. I don't know. Um, so I don't want to make too many excuses as to like, oh, she just didn't know. She didn't know. Because, I mean, you can pick up and read a book. You brag about you have all these homes and all these locations. Right. If you're this, this well-traveled, you should be that well-read, period. Right. You know what I mean? Um, there's kind of no excuse nowadays, in my opinion, to not have a certain amount of knowledge, especially when you are the age that Mary is, doing what Mary does. Jen putting Mary on blast... I wasn't about her trying to get Mary to see like why she said what was wrong. It was more so like, I'm just trying to embarrass Mary. And I can, I can see why you're saying like, that's bothersome. Yeah. I felt like Jen just wanted to be the queen. I felt like she came in thinking she was going to be the queen bee fan favorite, run the franchise and she was going to turn everybody against Mary. So what better way than to throw out a social justice thing? And maybe she could have, but she didn't follow through with it. So exactly. Ex- yep. Exactly. It's, I, I, it's, I, I keep getting a lot of that. She keeps like, she'll do like the initial push for something and then she'll do something and just like screw it up. Like she doesn't know how to maintain uh, the public figure. Is what yes. Mm-hmm. She also sat on it for too long. If it was really keeping you up at night, you went many a sleepless nights without bringing it up <laughs> until this Met Gala luncheon where you were down in the fourth quarter, you just threw it out. Exactly. Ridiculous. Yes. You look like Hail Mary, like, oh. Yeah. Inspired, I gotta do something. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, and then I guess in the next part of that scene, she also, like I said, like she had all the excuses, like you were saying, you know, it's my culture, that's how I am, that's how I've always been, that's how I'm with Sharif, but I have the best intentions, et cetera, et cetera. And I kind of have no sympathy for the I have good intentions kind of excuses because I'm like, no one's arguing about your intentions in this debate, ma'am. We're arguing about the method of which you are expressing those intentions. And that's just, it's not being well received. So it's like, if everyone's telling you to lie down, you got to lie down. Like, if you keep saying like my intentions are good, but no one's receiving it that way. Therefore, you either shut up and listen to what they're saying. <laughs> right. If you truly care about them, like hearing your message positively. Or you just keep bulldozing through, which is what you're doing. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> it's just, if, if you're, you told somebody X, Y, Z, and they're like, oh, like, and they're like picking it up as ABC, then we need to, we need to sit down and listen. Like, I need to understand why. When I'm saying this, you're taking it this way. But Jen's not doing that. Like, like we were saying earlier, she's not taking accountability. She's kind of just like throwing it on everyone else. And it's like, yes, it's that's what it. That's probably why I'm like, I can't. Sometimes I have to stop, pause, take a deep breath because I'm like, girl. And we all know intent versus impact. People mm-hmm. that have been driving and kill people because they were texting 
their intent was not to kill the person. Their intent was to send a quick text message while they were driving. The impact was that they took somebody out of here. So yeah. your, in, your intent, your, it doesn't matter how well intended you are if you never follow through with it. Right. You so know, are you going to sit in the courtroom and be like, well, my intention was never to kill her. I'm like, well, right. I did. I mean, I, <laughs> right. so, and now we're here with that. Now we're dealing with that consequence. And I think <laughs> right. what Heather was trying to get through to her in the room, she's like, no, we're not dealing with what they did to you at this point. We're, we're past that now. We was, it's been established that, you know, how Whitney handled it was wrong. But now we need to talk about how what you did was wrong also. You know what I mean? And then right, and then in the Heather Dubrow, if everyone says you're dead, that you have to lie down way, of course. You yes. have to look at yourself and say, okay, this group of women, I'm basically isolated, and I've been isolated for a minute. They're even taking this kooky woman named Mary, who they have really have no bond with, don't even know, and they're quicker <laughs> to invite her somewhere or talk to her. Exactly. I have to take a second to step back and be like, okay, what the fuck am I doing wrong that I need to do some soul searching but instead she's just doubling down mm -hmm. and not wanting to change if you want to be friends with these people you've got to do the work exactly yes then that's just it and you don't want to do the work and again that is fine i'm not telling you you got to do shit right <laughs> fuck all y'all and keep it moving that's fine but don't come over here crying and talking about they just don't understand me like either fix it or don't but like stop crying about it i guess it's my thing Right, everyone's not going to be like Sharif, and because he's married to you, he has to take all of your shit. Yes. And you know, your good intention. He's married to you. He got kids with you. He got assets with you. He be sleeping with you. That's different. I don't do any of that as your friend. I, I don't owe you shit. Like, say that. Say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I don't owe you anything the way he does. So, and exactly. even when so using said, him as a pillar is yes. not it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a comparison here. Um, but, but can y'all, can I say, even when, when, when you mentioned Sharif and she said like, even though I'm jumping ahead when they had their date and she was in the confessionals, like, I just want people to see me the way Sharif does. You don't treat people the way you treat Sharif. Right. When you come around Sharif, you're a little lamb, but ever around everyone else, you're a roaring lion. Right. So you, you call him fucking coach. Like right. he runs you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You just told him how you felt about the fact that he didn't show up for your dad's like hospital stay or funeral. Like you just got that off your chest. Relax. <laughs> like slow down. You're scared mm. of him. not that you're scared of him, but like you hold him to a different regard that you don't hold these ladies to. So I don't know why that's like a point of confusion. Right. Um, also I didn't understand like what she was saying with like she feels like how they attacked her character. I don't <laughs> I don't understand where that came from. And you know what was crazy is she says, Heather says all, we have all these issues. She didn't tell me. Heather attacked my character. Let's flash back again to that tub. Heather laid it out for you. She did tell you how she felt about you. How there's times, you know, when uh, she holds it in because she doesn't want Jen to be mad at her. How she feels like Jen just wants to be friends with Lisa and Meredith. Like Heather was really vulnerable with her. And now for you to sit up here and say that uh, she turned on you, like what? In all relationships, the power lies within the person who has less of an in in this relationship, who cares less, who could give a fuck. Like they hold the cards because 
if you don't care and I, I have to be the one to care if I don't put in the effort you won't so then there won't be a relationship and that's how Heather feels with Jen she feels like if she didn't go the extra mile there would be no her and Jen yeah so it sucks I mean she told her all of that and the thing that it's reversed with the Jen when it comes to Lisa and Meredith Jen's mm. the one who cares more so she has to put in the extra effort and not be as upset with them and she knows she can hit Heather because Heather's going to forgive her Corey said that same thing. He said, Jen don't care about uh, hurting Heather because she knows Heather will be there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Also, I love when you call Corey C. Breezy on your pod. Um, <laughs> I just think that's so. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, it's funny. He just came in the kitchen, but he's got his headphones on editing my, epi my, my episode. I'm so, so jealous that you have it like that. <laughs> Can I tell y'all, I would still be trying to do episode one. No, y'all, uh, like... Trying to work Zoom is good for me. If I had to edit an episode, y'all would be like, Taria, you don't have no cuts in your episode. Your episode is straight through. You don't have no music. Yep, because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that you have somebody that can edit it because when it's like my turn to edit, I'm like, oh my God, like this is. <laughs> oh, so you guys take turns? That's cool though, that, that yeah. you take turns. Yeah, we would have to because I don't know how. One of us could do it, yeah. And not resent the other one and be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's easy to sit here and, and chat the whole time. Right, 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 <laughs> right. right. Um, yeah, so I think that's, I got off that scene. Um, the next one, there was like a weird banana slice scene with Meredith and her husband. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it was like when you start to like feel each other again. So like every little thing that y'all say like is intriguing to y'all and you know right like teenage love affair type of shit so like you find the minutiae like cute and intrigued like you know it was just so like okay yeah, right it like also we still get it felt staged though it didn't it feel felt genuine awkward. to me i felt very mm -hmm. awkward but i was like okay yeah. maybe they're just finding each other again i don't, I don't know <laughs> this is how they rekindle romance in salt lake city i don't know you are what you eat, so I'm a banana. No, you are a banana. So I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> what is this? That to I me was like, so weird. The way she it was, was holding like, her head, it was like she was like bashful. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> also, why does she always have one bell bottoms and bell sleeves? Yes, yes. That it's is annoying. Power suit. <laughs> That's her power suit. She looks scary. You said that's her power suit. That's her power suit. Where's Brooks at? Why can't he whip her up a couple of designs? I don't know, but wait a minute. When he broke the fourth wall, are you really taking your pants off on camera? <laughs> <In the beginning. laughs> Another pair of bell bottoms that apparently he designed or collaborated to. So obviously that's the look he likes to see her in is a bell bottom yes. and a bell sleeve. And he's trying to get some more deals clearly mm. through the show. Um yeah, but basically the whole sum of that scene was just Seth basically telling Meredith, like, you know, just be honest about the marriage and let that be that. Bitches can't talk if you tell or the tea. That's it. And so, um, well, he didn't say it quite like that, of course. But that's basically what he said. And I agree. Like, at this point, if Jen was talking about it and no one knows really what the tea is, like, just tell them at this point. Especially because you guys are, like, back together now. So, like, why... What's the secret? Yeah. You know, you, you separated, it wasn't working out. Y'all saw the people to decide if y'all wanted to make the separation permanent and you didn't. So now we're here talking about banana slices. And cutting them in quarters. 
Right. He said he wanted them cut in quarters. I was like, what is this? I can't, I'm not understanding what it is. They were trying to riff, but it wasn't cute. It was such a right. And um, I like how he threw it out there. Tell him, tell him we dated other people. Tell him we did this. Tell him we did that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's throwing it out there. Listen, he's battered, so he wants He's he's earned his stripes, okay? Right. Everybody know I've been through a lot with you. Especially you not wanting to move to Canton, Ohio. Um, and that's pretty much down now. I mean, I guess they were just going to bleed us dry, but that's at the merit of marriage thing. The next scene, I guess, was like Whitney and her dad at the hair school. I didn't really have anything to note personally. I don't know if y'all thought anything in that scene was intriguing beyond his looks uh not really like <laughs> what other than like okay i'm like oh okay that's what we're doing all right he seems that's like really he all i had like, you know, right uh, hopefully he got the job hopefully he landed the gig uh nothing much more than that right <laughs> also the only I thing i want to say is he seemed like he didn't do her hair he literally washed it cut it and then she put it into like a little ponytail yes i was like is she can really sit here and pull it back Yep. I also, there was something, oh, and you know, all of that looked good, but then what, two weeks ago, I think it was, she put on Twitter that she hadn't heard from him, two or three weeks ago, she hadn't heard from him and she doesn't know where uh, he is. Yeah, I had heard. So I really hope that, you know, things have gotten better because, you know, to watch, to take the viewers through that, you know, it's a lot. And I know people watching, you know, probably may have dealt with uh, addiction or had loved ones or what have you. And then just to hear, it's sad just to hear her say, you know, just see her put all that in again, to put that relationship with uh, her brothers and the father, facilitate that again for him to be gone. Mm. And for him to seem like he was on the right path again too. And to see him like relapse is sad. Yeah. 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 That was really sad. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a commercial break right in that middle part. <laughs> That's going to be good. Um, yeah, but like in all seriousness, I hope he's okay. And I hope he finds his way back where they get to communication again. I mean, listen, addiction is hard. Yeah. Hopefully he hasn't relapsed, but we can infer probably that if she hasn't heard from him, something's going on. Yeah, if he yeah. went off the grid, yeah. <laughs> if he went off the grid like that, right. like, something's going on. Um, I'm trying to look it up now while we're talking to see if she tweeted anything about it anymore. Okay. I mean, even on the reunion in that trailer, we could see that she was saying like, I hope this show hasn't broken him. So he wasn't in a good place then either. <gasps> oh, and yeah. that was, wow. Yeah, she did say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone, if you're, I mean, listen, Whitney's dad, if you're listening, like. Diane, if you hear us. Dude, we support you. Like, yeah, <laughs> call definitely. your daughter. Get some help. It's okay. Um, Try a different place. Maybe this place that you're going to isn't doing it for you. Been there twice. Hasn't worked. Right. Like, let's let's shop around our options. We have plenty of options. We don't have to only go to that one place. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. So the next, <laughs> I, I don't know how to transition <laughs> out of that. So. Um, <laughs> The next scene, I guess Heather and Meredith are having a conversation now. What is it about? Oh, shocker, Jen. And um, that's all they talked about this entire episode. Yes. This entire episode. So, but basically, you know, 
Heather was just saying that Jen treating her like she doesn't matter was a trigger for her and she referred to her marriage where she felt like insignificant and it brings me back to my point earlier when I said like she swatted at her like she was insignificant like that and I can see why that was a trigger for her I can understand why it was a trigger for her but unlike Jen she's recognizing oh wow that was my trigger and and she's you know thinking about how she's gonna deal with it I don't know like I just do y'all have anything to know because then uh, yeah obviously Meredith wasn't really like taking that in she didn't give a fuck like <laughs> right like and she really was straight faced like I you know under, basically understandable however you know like it was just like she was not even trying to not she wasn't trying to discount Heather's feelings but also like basically letting us know I'm not there you know oh one thing I did know was when she said remember when they flash back and showed us how she was saying how Jen was toxic and horrible, but I still, she still wanted to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. Well, in this, um, when she was talking to Meredith, she said that she realized if her daughters had a friend like her, Jen, she wouldn't be like, understand her, embrace her, take it on the chin. She would tell her daughters that you're a great friend, you're loyal. And if she doesn't do that, kick her to the curb and move on. And then she said, that's the advice she was going to give herself. I, I re- literally legit text that part to myself because I was like, wow, you know her behavior is bad. You would tell your daughters to get rid of a person like that. Right. But here you are just taking it, like you said, on the chin mm-hmm. and being her number one defender when she's not even one of your fans. Listen, we accept the love that we think we deserve. I can't remember. Was that from like Perks being a wallflower or something? One of the books back in the day. And it's, but it's true. Like, yeah, we have this in a place where she's trying, she's building herself up. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. she's at her lowest, clearly. Like, you know, she has her um, beauty labs and they're seem to be popular enough that she can have multiple now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's supporting her children, you know, and she's trying to find her way. And I understand, like, when you feel like you're trying to build yourself up again, you're trying to find your way you kind of don't want to lose any relationships because you're kind of like, I, like I, you know, you feel like you need them. Like, I, you yeah. want support um, no matter who it's from. And so I can understand, like, why she's trying to make it work, but it's kind of like, babe, like, you... It's not fair to yourself to have to keep giving 100% and, and you're only getting back maybe 20 Yes. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if Sharif was around more, yeah. you, mm. can, you can kiss Jen's attendance and you're like, goodbye. I yes. promise you that. Yeah. I, I, Jen would be like, nope. And the cons outweigh the pros. You're exerting so much energy that it can't be worth it that little 20%. So I don't know. You know, Jen's over here like, I don't understand. Like, I, I went out of my way to do, like, a shopping spree with her. I'm like, that is- You didn't buy her a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you said that a private shopping thing, but, like, made her buy her own shit. I'm like, well, what's going on? And Jen, she saved your life. Because if your face had to hit that ground, or she at least <laughs> saved your plastic surgery you've had done, okay? You know, exactly. like, that's not enough. It's not enough, like, Heather's doing so much emotional labor for you, Jen. Like, this little shopping trip where she had to pay for her own shit anyway. Like, that's not enough. And it's a little scary that you can't see why that's not quite enough. And how she hijacked Whitney's trip. I thought thought that was ignorant. 
Yeah, she had that planned only for them mm-hmm. and then didn't tell them in advance and kind of just threw it on them. I mean, Whitney as an organizer should have also had a little bit of a layout and let the ladies know right, what's right. happening. <laughs> right. It seemed as though they landed and she was like, oh, by the way, we're going race car driving. Hopefully you have an outfit for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not something that you just spring on somebody. Spring like- on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, what do you mean? I didn't bring no sneakers. Like, what if they right. all had Meanwhile, heels Meanwhile, Meredith took uh, fucking four pills this morning. So now you're telling her to sober up real quick <laughs> so she could drive this car. Like, she might not, well, she still would have taken them, but she might not take this many. Had oh you let her God. know in advance? She just got off the flight. You don't think she was zanned out? Come on. Oh my gosh, that is funny. <laughs> you said sober up. You gotta drive this car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because when I'm and when I'm ever I'm going to Vegas, I know I'm I'm drinking on the plane. I'm drinking off the plane. I'm drinking before I even got on the plane. Like I'm not sober enough to to drive a Ferrari at this point. I know that for sure. Unless you right, I'm not trying to time. have to concentrate that hard. This is a girls' trip. Yeah, <laughs> that's that to me. That's like a next day event. That's not we just got yes. off the plane event. You know what I mean? Like yep. when you just got the plane, you focus on dinner and maybe going out the night, but you don't really you don't plan the hard course. Or we all could have gone shopping and went to dinner. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty much all I took from that. Then there was like this. There's a lot of weird bits as i call them throughout this whole thing um the next weird bit to me was lisa and this fresh wolf thing with her kids like um i'm so over it. i don't care i don't i don't even understand what fresh wolf is he described it and i'm still <laughs> confused as to what it is how did it pay off so quickly she literally introduced the idea like to her kids three episodes ago she's like wouldn't you think this would be cool to do right and i was in full production being sold and quote-unquote stores which makes me want to go back and look up when the first when the first cam was produced because i'll be like uh-uh nope y'all y'all already had it produced or already had it when, when you shot this season are these king more hair care type things where they're full of water and it's nothing <laughs> more hair care. i just don't understand lisa's push for kids to be fucking mini moguls and yeah. like jeff bezos and steve jobs over here like relax like you don't even feed these kids a fucking decent meal like i just like they don't have to be entrepreneurs right this second do they like right let them be kids let remember she said this is her way of bonding with them the husband said well you have to spend more time with the kids i guess the only way is to bond is to create an entire company to spend time (laughs) just to create a whole business brand i don't understand right and how funny is it that She's the businesswoman, but her husband was like, let me hear you pitch it to Sydney. Yep. And I thought that was a really good idea. That little one, I said, if you don't sit your tail, boy, if you don't sit down. <laughs> when she was like, oh, stop. And he was like, no. I was like, ooh. Girl, ooh. I had a flashback because I would have been, ooh, I would have been balled up in one of those little tins. <laughs> you don't yeah, she didn't even type mouth it, nothing. No, she just thought it was funny. Oh, Henry, you're so cute. No. Right. What's, what's, right. Which one's Jack? Which one's Henry? Is Henry the small? Henry's the little one, the little mm-hmm. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Henry? That's a little too loud, baby. Thank you. I'm like, what in the... Again, but just more of a reason as to why you shouldn't be doing this like with these children. They Yes. Less of but I'm with Henry. He's nine. He's not trying to create a fucking Fortune 500 company. And that's my point. Like, even more of a reason as to why, like, why are you doing this? Like, they're not interested. Like, uh, let it go. 
But whatever. That's all I have to say for that scene. Nothing really astounding. I hope, I hope fresh wolf sells. I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. They're selling beard oil for because white men's beard and black men's beard are two different beards. So I'm. I couldn't get past that when he, when he said one of the products was beard oil. I was like, for who? For them, for sure. Not for okay. Us. Okay. That's implied. <laughs> yeah. Let's just be clear. For sure. For anything in any product <laughs> reference, it's not for us. <laughs> like I imagine, like a black man picks up. It says Fresh Wolf, like established in Salt Lake City, Utah. Like, okay, like I get it. It's not for me. This is not right. <laughs> right yeah. so let me go on over to the little, you know, two shelves they have for the black products over here. Right. Or now a lot of them behind glass. Now, like, okay. Yeah. Or the let me press the press for assistance button because you know I can't yeah. <laughs> have come over here and open it for me. It, yeah, it goes so to the textured that, hair section. Right. And it's crazy that they have textured hair and dove behind the glass case. Oh, but Caress is just sitting out here like nobody wants Caress. Y'all are hiding <laughs> it because y'all know black people have sensitive skin. So you're gonna hide the Caress because you yeah, I mean you know dove because you think we're taking it. Right. Caress. Right. Exactly. So then the next thing we're with um <laughs> the one and only Mary, one of her very rare appearances. Ooh, yeah. And we see they highlight specifically the Rosemary, I guess her grandmother, and Jesus painting <laughs> that greets you as you walk into the church. I, I couldn't believe team. Bravo labeled that. That was pure insanity. <laughs> <laughs> because I felt they, like okay. Kendrick. What'd you say? No, I felt like Kendrick. My God. <laughs> 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 Because I get, I'm assuming that when the cameraman and producers saw that, they were like, yo, we got to get this on film. Like, no one's going to believe that someone paid <laughs> to have Rosemary painted alongside Jesus. Someone commissioned this painting. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's the pillar of their church. It seems to be, like, the epicenter, the heart of the church is this it's photo. Cool. As if it's a real photo of her. Yes. I, I was mm-hmm. like, can, oh, my gosh, people. The gag. And that's how I know that what's going on with them because no church would have the pastor like jigging with Jesus up in heaven, like unless they were trying to paint a certain message that Jesus is equal to this person. Right. And that's what I was about to say. It's so bizarre because the gag is we're made to feel like the Mormon is supposed to be like the weird, like, oh, I don't get that Mormon. I'm like, whatever religious she is, like, I guess Christian question mark. This shit is weird. Okay. Yes. Whatever's going on in this particular congregation is fucking weird. This is what's outside of the norm, not the Mormonism. I haven't seen anything Mormon, to be quite honest. Um, yeah. I would right. notice that. that. We're, we're not in inside any Mormon churches, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even thought about Mormonism until, and if heaven didn't bring it up every five fucking seconds. Right. Um, but Meredith, Meredith is Jewish. <laughs> Lisa's Mormon 2.0, so whatever that means. Right. Heather's excommunicated, and so is Whitney. Mm-hmm. So what Mormon? There is no Mormon. And I guess what Jen is Muslim, technically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because Sharice, 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 Sharice on the brain. Right. At Wise Potomac, always on the brain. You know, it, there can always be a reference. <laughs> For sure. So uh, just like, okay, what's going on here? And you, like, and like you said, like, why, why they make, it's very cult-like the way they're trying to even make it seem like she's on the same level as Jesus. It's like really yes. bizarre. But you know, 
Mary's church reminds me of, and I don't know if you guys have heard of these churches. What are they called? Because like in the churches that I grew up in and even go to now, they are nothing like that. Like you notice how they cheered when she came in, when she came in. It was not chilling. Cheer, when not she was when like, I need to feel your love. And they're all like, what? Like on <laughs> command. Like as if it was like when a hypnotist is like, okay, you're going to go to sleep right now. And then she just like, right. no. It was scary. She looked all of them in the eye. It was frightening. I've never, none of my churches, like, uh, it, it's an announcement about Jesus before, you know, for you to be screaming, like for the pastor and there's churches. Oh my God. Uh, they're called house of prayer. Have you guys ever heard of those? Like they're different. There's one in DC and the person that started it was <laughs> sweet daddy grace. And my grandmom's friends actually went to one and they got kicked out um, because they went to visit. They got kicked out at offering time because the kids carried out, you know, like our old school school lockers. Mm -hmm. That was their offering basket. They had two, one on each end, carry it. And my grandmom's friends started laughing and then they put them out. But um, <gasps> they would say, <laughs> and I had cousins that belonged to uh, this church and they would, this, no, they would say, uh, we'd like to thank, let's say, we like to thank God for, or I, I want to thank the parishioners. Thank you for the offering. We want to thank God for health. But most of all, we want to thank oh, no. sweet daddy grace. Ooh. And it was so focused on the person. So I felt those vibes mm -hmm. when I saw them cheering for her. And part of it is annoying because it's like, you know, people from that have never been to a black church and they're watching this. I'm like, I need y'all to know all black churches are not like this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mary, but I will say Mary comes alive. You notice her voice don't shake. She don't twitch. Mm -hmm. When she told that basis, why are you gaining weight? That's not good. Wait, I have the direct I, quote because it was actually. Um, <laughs> please say um, it, Jay. Please say it. <clears throat> why are you gaining weight? Why? No, don't start doing that. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Eat right, drink water, please. What? <laughs> Like, damn, he just signed up to, you know, be in the choir and be the bass. Like, and now he's getting attacked for his way. If he had known, he would have stayed his ass home. First of all, he wasn't big. So I don't know. At all. It, maybe he was like a super, super like skeletal before or something. Why can she notice when he gained four pounds? Right. And, and to see it from the whole congregation, yeah, well, choir, sheesh. And then what about what she said to the drummer? Didn't she say like, you look healthy or you look something? Yeah, he was, was fat. Did you notice he was yes! a guy? She was <laughs> yes. like, you look healthy. You look bright today. I was yes. like, uh, <laughs> I said, are you being shady? She's, she's somebody's black grandma. Cause you know, when you walk into your grandma's house, mm -hmm. you already got to brace yourself. Like she going to say something crazy. I already know it. Mm. Oh yeah. They call it as they see it. Yeah. But when she said, why are you gaining weight? Jay, can you please say that one more time? I love that. I mean, I'm, I know it's inappropriate of her, but can you please do it one why more time? Why are you gaining weight? Why? She asked why twice. That killed me. Why? No, don't start doing that. Take care of yourself. Eat right, drink water, please. Eat Mary, right, she, you know water. she's huge on that drink water. That's what she yes. told Jen's aunt with the legs. Like, drink water. <laughs> Your diet's not good. Didn't she say that? Your okay. diet's not good. Drink more water. <laughs> As if that is, that's it. That's, those are the two keys to success in life. Yes. Oh and she is Jesus, what? so she would know. She would Do you know that's what she told her, con well, allegedly, um, she told her congregants the reason she was light-skinned now oh. was because Jesus inhabited her. So, you know, they say oh. the glow of Jesus. So 
God, I'm sorry, God inhabited her. So that's what made her light. You mean not you saying that it was the uh, odor gland surgery and when you came out, you were lighter? Okay. Yo, it's so crazy that you bring that up because I had me a note. I was like, the pallor of her skin is so... Bleached. Bleached. Yes. <laughs> it is so artificial. <laughs> and I had somebody on my podcast a while back named Jasmine. Her mom had the odor gland surgery. Her mom's still the same color. I'm just Wait, what? I mean, it's giving me very much so when Michael answers. was like, oh, I'm a white woman now because I had vitiligo. I'm like, okay, yes, Michael, nice right, try. Right. Now, for mm -hmm. uh, the person that was on the podcast, her mom got like a lump and it was benign, but like, mm. it was like painful and it was like right um, in the odor gland underneath the arm. And they didn't know why okay. it came. Oh, wow. So she got that removed. And I said, well, does she not have to put deodorant under that arm and she doesn't i know that's fascinating wow. that is so fascinating but she, like i said she's still the same color she did not turn like shades nor did her nose get slimmer let's because let's be clear mary that's not your original that's why i said either. like michael yeah, for, yeah for you all who haven't caught on jackson <laughs> the michael um okay very michael jackson even then i'm like i'll give it to michael because i mean i'm black and it's michael but also because been like okay you don't want the you don't want the discoloration so i guess you just went bolster wall and bleached the whole thing okay fine what does that have to do with mary's odor glands i don't know again does she have a benign tumor or cyst on her odor glands is that why she removed them why did she remove her odor glands and she never she never said and did y'all notice she said she was in the hospital um why she was scared of hospitals because she almost died she was in there for almost a month she nearly bled out which yes again, uh, reddit said it was because she was uh getting nipped tucked a different color uh well, yeah, turning a different color in her nose <laughs> she came out a fully different person yeah which is when she was younger i was really like okay so yes. she like had almost like a kanye's mama type of situation where she yes. almost died on the operating table like trying to snatch it yes but, um, but for you to just say that that's all you got done, I venture to say you didn't even get your older glands removed. You just Googled a surgery to cover it up. Right. And then for you to put on deodorant. We need to, <laughs> we need to, to ask Arlinda that she have deodorant. <laughs> we need to start looking. Botox in there because Botox is the same thing. That's true. If you threw Botox in there, you wouldn't need to have the whole surgery. So it's just really peculiar. And if that's the surgery you researched and that's the best you could come up with, you're a terrible researcher. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sure there were so many other surgeries you could you could have said bunion surgery. That would have been right. <laughs> more applicable. <laughs> you know, fixing your hammer toes. Like that would have made more sense to me than this damn order gland surgery. But okay. Right. And you blaming God on your light and skin color. Stop it. <laughs> she says the glow of God. The yeah. glow of he, God. He inhabited her. So she when she starts getting like a certain what this is what i read on threaded like when she starts doing certain things people will be like oh you know it's it's no longer mary speaking it's god and they used to do that to the grandma okay i had read the same thing on reddit yeah well. speaking in tongues type thing mm -hmm. huh. but even that it's like it wasn't even like t um what they say like there would be like a hissing Ooh. And like what, or one person would say something and start hissing. And then an, almost like they, they all were already told the people that were going to start doing this to make it seem as if it was like a wave of God. And uh -huh. then, uh -huh. you got know, it. got it. I'm like, if y'all don't get out of here, Jesus going to get y'all the real one when y'all. Right. 
Right. So what happens when you get to the pearly gates? Like he's like, okay, you've been impersonating me your whole life. <laughs> 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 he starts Stop showing it. you no, your whole I'm life done. story. <laughs> <laughs> he starts what playing your life story in front of you, and he just shows you acting like you were him. You, you said you? you've been impersonating <laughs> <laughs> like a whole fraud. Y'all, I can't. Oh my god, that was good. Can someone yeah, she, create some fan art for us to see that? I just I need to see some, some fan art. <laughs> Can someone commission that painting? Right. Right. We need like a needle point of Mary and Jesus. <laughs> I need a crochet of <laughs> of Mary, Mary and Jesus. Um, but not an event. That was pretty much it. Also, yeah. what was nice and funny was that she was like, uh, "Okay, Melvin, why are you daydreaming? Why are you in the right. Sunday afternoon easing? Do you wait out there?" Um, that was kind of funny, but also rude. I'm like, why does anybody like this woman? Like, she's right. so fucking rude. Um, and then maybe he had I, a moment where he was speaking to Jesus, right? The real one <laughs> about your wig, right? right. <laughs> Literally, my next note was Mary and her wig. <laughs> it was so high on her head, not on her scalp at all. There was no part to be seen. Anywhere. I'm confused how she decides what pieces of hair go on the left versus the right. It just looks like she, again, like she shook it up and then stood straight up. And whatever hair was on that side, whatever hair was that on that side, it's fine. She literally takes that shit out the fucking pack, shakes it up, throws on her head, and keeps it fucking moving. Right. Like, there is no rhyme or reason. Rhyme or reason to that thing. How do you own so many homes in so many prestigious areas? Because one of the homes is in an area, and I heard a podcaster talking about that area was like really, really rich. And you can't even get your wig right. If you had a stayed black Mary, you might have got it. See, that's what you get. I, you don't have a single parishioner. You're doing all this stuff, convincing them you're God. You can't convince one of them to do your hair and make it look right. Good. I can't, I, I'm not understanding why I've been seeing so much of a trend lately of like these really rich women with like these terrible weaves and wigs. And black women. That's what makes me mad. Y'all need to go to homegirl around the way. She will hook you up for 250 and it will look better than any thing. I want to see her get. walk out the stylish chair. Like when does it look fresh? Cause we've never, so she's never gotten her hair done this entire show. Cause we've never seen it look like she just left the stylist. Wow. Yeah. It's shocking. And it's upsetting. Yeah. Very oh, upsetting. upsetting. And they want to talk about her fashion. I'm like, I can't even focus on what the fuck she has on. Cause her hair looks a fucking mess. Cause her, I, 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 that, that disappoints me. So that should be the first the thing. And the pallor of her skin is really throwing me the fuck. Yes. Off. Yes. And I'm, her nails, please tell me that y'all have noticed that she will have like, in one scene, she'll have two long nails, almost like she's trying to remove her tips, but she yes. doesn't want to hurt her fingers. I can't, that, I can't, oh, it makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I've done that, it just, I don't know, something about Mary just like, I like Mary, but I like, I wouldn't want to eat in her house. I don't know why I yeah. just get that from her. Oh, absolutely not. And she don't even have a pet. That's the crazy part. Yes. <laughs> but you know how, like, sometimes some black people feel about eating at houses, like, you know, like, where there's, like, pets, especially cats. Oh, cats, yeah. Oh, what yeah. Gonna do when <laughs> yeah. Shit, like, oh. Um, if your cat feel comfortable jumping up on the table, then I don't need to be eating here. But Exactly. Um, she doesn't even have pets. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Her and Sonya Morgan, I would never want to eat in their homes. 
it's co- something yeah. also about it being so outdated yeah makes me not want to eat there yeah it's, it's so outdated and it's messy like you don't even keep it up like she's showing right. off like her her room closet closet room and i'm like oh this is not even like looks like a hoarder's den she like yeah right. she don't even got it like shaped up in any sort of rhyme or reason like how do you walk into that and feel like yes <laughs> so bizarre um but yeah that was pretty much it with that scene and again like that wasn't even like that important of a scene that we really needed to see like it, it could have been left on the cutting room floor for sure ex- yeah for, for sure um what also could have been uh, put on the cutting room floor sharif and jen going ballroom dancing oh, okay yeah about that personally um and then I mean, we found out that Sharif was on the dance team back in the day, but I don't. <laughs> that was only like, interesting Sharif for her. Dance. And I'm like, well, that wasn't no surprise to anybody but you. He black. <laughs> I was I'm thinking like, the same I, thing. I was thinking this. I was like, okay. It would have been more of a surprise if you said he couldn't dance. I'd be like, what? Like, yeah, that's when it's like when Sheree Whitfield was like, fun fact, I'm black and I can't dance. I'm like, oh, right. okay, that's right. something new. <laughs> that is a fun right. fact because what? And even then, when black people say they can't dance, usually, I mean, they still got rhythm, though. Like, right, exactly. You think it's a one-two step I've seen. I've, I don't think I've ever seen somebody who, like, couldn't like, even hold a, you know, um, electric slide move or something. Right. I think of 50 Cent, even though he's not the best. But I say, I have, this, I have the same two-step with a little twist. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. And you know black people will hype you up anyway, act, make you right. feel like <laughs> Make you feel like you daring dance moves or usher. Look, look, make you feel like you about to be in a dance battle. You know, or like, exactly. man, the come video on. for the night before. You're like, wait, I was not moving at all. At Why? all. <laughs> Why were they hyping me up? <laughs> Meanwhile, you think you're fucking Omarion in that bitch. Think you're yes. really doing something. <laughs> you thought, you yes. anything. Come you on. thought you were usher and you weren't. Run, look, you was running it. Let me see if I can run it. I was no, I'm, I'm thinking it. you were doing something. And then meanwhile, <laughs> run the footage back. You're like fucking Whitney when she was at that dance party. She tried to do that flip upside down and twerk. And all she did was move her back slightly. That was <laughs> it. I can't. I cannot. Uh, do y'all watch Dallas? No. no. Okay. Uh, they had the, the redhead. I don't know if you, Brandy. Brandy. And she was yeah. the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And this week she jumped on the table. And was trying to show them women how to twerk. I have never been so insulted in my life. <laughs> they moved their whole body. Did they body. think she was doing a good job? Of course. Yes. It yeah, was like, it gave you shit. I know y'all seen Dorit do the busted challenge. Oh, absolutely. It was amazing. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it was. Was that crazy? Um, <laughs> I said, PK got her thinking she a black woman. Because I look, low key, I think PK like, PK like black woman. Because he be, he was commenting on Meg the Stallion's picture and a couple <gasps> other ones. I said, okay. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's feeling the type. That's yes, he does, right. don't he? I was like, ah. Uh-huh. I like PK, even though he's a grifter. I like him. Me I too. Me PK. too. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Said, said, the PK. way she was moving in that video, first of all, she was shaking and jiving. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Not shucking, but shaking and jiving. <laughs> like, it was so herky jerky. I'm like, it what's happening? So like, you don't have to move like that. She was like, <laughs> moving <laughs> into the camera, pulling it back and moving it forward. Her. I'd rather it be understated than you just like break your back trying to do right. whatever that was. And then when she like dropped down through her hand up, I was like, oh Lord Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I was secondhand embarrassment and she <laughs> not, cause she keep doing them. She, she didn't did another one. I said, oh No, my she God. didn't. Well, she looked gorgeous one. also. When she bent down, I was like, damn, but she looks stunning. 
Yeah. She made it to the shade room though. Everybody. Yes, she did. She should put have her on the down there and just stayed mm. there. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. Doree, don't you come back with it with a with an effect next season, if you know what I mean. Stay with that British um, accent. Don't come, come back, back with... like Lala from yeah. <laughs> um, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so on that aside, because that's more entertaining than what happened this episode. Right. So now we're at the beauty lab, beauty bar, beauty something uh, launch. And so how do we feel about the new beauty lab? I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's what's very in right now. Yeah. It's clean, it's open, it's airy. They even have fake clouds going up there. It's pink, it's fine. Um, how do we feel about Heather's outfit? You know, Heather's fashion for her launch day. I, 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 I wished that that's not what she had chosen. Jerry, I mean, I like those little bottles of champagne I see. Those are cool. You're fake. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, when she said that, y'all don't understand. I was literally rubbing my ponytail and I stopped and looked at the ceiling like, did you, did, wait a minute. Jay must have asked about the decor. You got me for a minute. I was like, <laughs> no, that's um, that was all I had to give. <laughs> Gown, beautiful gowns. Um, I liked her hair and makeup, but the dress it just didn't, it didn't uh do her justice. And she, it was giving me again with her storyline of wanting to be black. It was giving me like a little holla back girl, like she nah, was trying to give a hip hop yeah. look, and I didn't like it. Yeah. I could see that. I could, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, it just, no. It okay. was no for me. I mean, that cotton candy looks fun. Yeah, yes, I wanted some. After that, that cotton candy, like, where they poured the champagne in, that looked fun. I would yeah. Let me drink that. I don't have to say, that drink would be so sweet, though, child. Mm-hmm. You probably I'll would only be able to probably drink one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and then, you know, she goes around, she shows her ex-husband the things, and obviously he's like, oh, yeah, it looks great. I mean, what are we really expecting men to say? She keeps making it a big deal. She's like, I know it's, like, not normal to have, like, your ex-husband here. I'm like, actually, again, you're speaking to me as a Black woman. This is actually very normal. Um, so it would yeah. actually be weird if he wasn't there. Right. Yeah, right. he's, like, the father That's, of your children. Yeah, I'm like, they be having some, some t- sometimes the father, the father's other half, their kids, <laughs> like, everybody's there sometimes no, and let's be honest part of this is with his money so i'm sure he's gonna be here. right, I mean, he's right. investment um i love when people do that in general people do this a lot on the show and just like in real life when they're like i have this really weird thing where like i do something really normal isn't that crazy i'm yeah. like no because <laughs> right. everyone does that it's like me and my ex like we just have like such a good relationship i'm like yeah like, ideally you would like there's no reason why you should fall out with your ex unless like something really bad happened between the two of you but like the ideal is to be okay because you were with this person for x amount of years and you have children with them like if he left you because you didn't change the date of the baby shower i can imagine you all have like an amicable relationship right (laughs) but not only that you were over there for valentine's day like just to give (laughs) to watch your girls open gifts that you didn't bring them invaded your galantine so yeah also drug watch isn't he look like a user or? he looks like something looks i was very shocked too. yeah yes they yes, showed like, the older picture and like he looks like thin but like he looks gaunt and he looks yeah. his skin color is weird and i'm like on drug watch with him Go on. he has very or... slow responses unless they're just from recording him like that yeah Maybe i'm very drug medical, sensitive so. i feel bad if it's something medical but if it's something drug related then like whatever um yeah so, and how do we feel about Meredith's fashion? We had to talk about it because everybody was talking about it. So, and her, her little mask. She was really feeling herself. 
She loves to slap on a fucking suit. I'm so irritated with her thinking she's serving looks. And he's like, blazers. Yes. And I feel like, too, I felt, Lisa, halfway through that conversation. Can you pull this down? Like right. Lisa I'm not was, impressed. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, all right. Lisa was the only one to like be like, oh, my God, I love it. And then she's like, all right, but like, pull it down. <laughs> like, right like come on you look and then when she pulled it down you look beautiful i will say this is the first time Mer- i've liked meredith's like her it looks like they use the right product to make it sleek and straight like oh, her, I hair. Actually her hair usually it. looks limp and not yes. sleek yeah yes mm. Mm. Yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> giving me very basic but yeah um, how do you feel about, I'm just gonna talk about everybody because like that's honestly the most important thing that happened in this particular scene. How do you feel about Because right, all they do is talk about guess who, Jen? Yeah, right. How do you feel about Whitney's look? This floral keyhole dress. I don't even remember. Was it burgundy? Yeah, it was like some sort of like reddish burgundy. It was giving me very like how they say that's very Salt Lake City, Utah when okay. Meredith and Lisa, the fashion girls, like they're talking about somebody like that's very Salt Lake. Mm, okay. Also, did she get her boobs redone or done or something? Like, her boobs have been looking bigger lately. Bigger, yeah. Is it just me? Especially the fashion show was the first time I was like, whoa, Whitney, where did those tits come from? Yeah, and then I'm looking at them here. And then I also, she definitely got them done because they just did a flashback and they did not look how they look now. And then I'm looking at, like, the show, like, the uh, reunion coming up. I saw, the, like, the, you know, like, the preview for it. And I was like, whoa they're popping out of her dress yes yes yeah um not that i'm mad you know i love plastic (laughs) (laughs) and i like her tits honestly like they're young and fun she's supposed to be like the fun hot young mistress type girl so yeah like a huge knockers go with that keep doing it it's fine um how do you feel about jen's look she just makes me see red i don't see anything else oh wow okay but she I, i i will say i liked her makeup I oh, something really? about her makeup. I, I, I liked it, <laughs> weirdly. <laughs> I'm trying to get, look, I'm trying to give something. <laughs> I liked the dress and the dress and everything else I kind of like didn't really like, but yeah. I really hated yeah. the fur too. Like yeah, usually the fur is supposed was- to add to the outfit. The fur yeah. really took away from it. Yeah. I liked the fur. I didn't like the pearls. I didn't like the makeup color. The hair was the hideous. Eyeshadow. The hair was whatever. And the earrings didn't matter. It was just peculiar. It was peculiar to do those, like, that stained glass kind of earring look. With yes, the yes. Pearls. So I was like, what? Okay. In either event, but the dress itself was, it looked cute. Um, I guess who's last? Mary? Oh, no. Lisa and Mary, yeah. Oh, oh, Mary. Poor Mary. I didn't mind Lisa's outfit, actually. It was fine. Me neither. I liked, yeah, I liked hers. She was giving a Versace look, yeah. Yes. Versace, Versace. And Mary, I mean, there is something about Mary, but it's not the clothes. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and her I like, skin color was even worse this yes, time. Yes, yes. She came fresh bleach. I don't know what was <laughs> She got freshly bleached for the party when fresh she was like, like, maybe she came here and got a lightning treatment right before the filming started. I don't know. <laughs> she had to have, because even her eyebrows were washed out. I was like, what the fuck is going yes. on? Yes. Yo, when she was getting that oxygen, she looked like a corpse. I was <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> She did. Oh, she do need this You right. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, pump her up, do something, because she looks like a corpse. She, I'm like, she need old everybody like put oil right. in her little thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, she's scared. Give her an infusion of vitamin D, E, F, and G. Like, oh, she just looked oh. dead. And I'm like, how? <laughs> and the whole scene was so fucking stupid. I'm like, how are they even seriously talking to each other with this shit up their nose? Yes. Yeah. How? Like, why is Whitney pretending like she really has a friendship with Mary and can and can have a conversation with her. I'm just not. Like, they key-key on the regular basis. Girl, get the hell out of here. You don't right. know this woman from Sam, from Susie, from me, really. We probably know her <laughs> just as much as you know me. Yes. I, 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 oh, it was, it was disturbing to me. Like. She literally I, looks dead. I can't unsee it. She just yeah. looks like. I mean, and then, the, the, I mean, I just felt, thought hospital. When she put that, I'm like, that is a corpse. She went, That's what that I was thing. thinking too. Like she's supposed to be scared of hospital. She can't even take the smell, but it's no problem for her to put this up her nose. Like that. Boom. I would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Like, okay. That would send me into flashbacks, but. Right. And isn't there such thing as too much oxygen? Yeah. You can get lightheaded. So, like, how you just get not? Yeah, you can. It it is considered a drug, actually, and you're not supposed to put too much, but something tells me that this is not, this is okay. This is probably what's okay. It's probably Okay. It's probably more just the aroma than than oxygen. That was, it was looking like (laughs) one of those, um, those ones, the nurses that you can order to come to you. Mm-hmm. They even actually looked a bit more real than that. I was like, oxygen comes in different colors. I know that sounds stupid, but I was just like, what is going yeah, on? That's all. Yeah, like this would be like, we're watching Mary to Medicine, like a Nomad MD service. <laughs> 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 For sure. But like, like, you don't need to just put oxygen in your nose just to put oxygen in your nose if you're- Yeah, I was confused. Like, why is there not an IV? Right. Oh, like the IV, like the body. Yeah, that's what everyone loves to do. Sorry why didn't that. she offer that? Right. Right. That's what I okay. want to do. Something that was a little more invasive. I don't know. I thought they were going to have skipping Botox. on the budget. Yeah. It's also interesting to like willingly just put an IV in your arm, like for no reason other than to get <laughs> vitamins. I'm like, just drink a fucking Pedialyte. You'll be right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do this, but okay. More gimmicks. <laughs> um, I also look on this franchise, complete side note, but like a lot of the women have like acrylics and like fake nails. Yes. I really feel like I see that in other franchises. I don't watch Dallas and I haven't seen Orange County this season. So I don't know if they were doing it too, but like. I feel like when I did watch Orange County, Orange County, they were back in the day, but like last season when I watched, I don't feel like they did. I'm trying to think and I don't feel like they did. And um, I can't even remember it with, Dallas, because I just I just really watch for Tiffany Moon, but I I don't think they do in Dallas. Cause Jen and Heather are trying to do it to be sister girls. Yeah, Jen's nail something bothers me about. Well, they bother me probably because she does. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the running. (laughs) Nothing new there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Everyone knows Taria does not like Jack. Okay, (laughs) and and I I, I'm and I've I've tried to, because I hate when people say cancel. It's like. I don't care whether she comes back or whether she doesn't. It's just certain triggers, I think, for me, is what it is. You know, like when you know some someone that you kind of like uh, remove that toxicity out of your life, then you see it on TV. You're like, I mm-hmm. don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're having PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, Jen hasn't really made herself a likable person this season. Um, and it's a pity because it's her first season. Like you kind of yeah. need people to like you your first season. 
And you people, could tell when she was filming, she did, had no idea she was going to get the villain edit. No, she thought she, she thought was she was going to get the hero edit for sure. Yep, she was going to get the queen bee edit. Yeah, she even said it. Oh, but hey, she probably solidified her. I'm queen, queen bee and MVP. Right. I'm like all of that, huh? You can't just pick one? all of that. Um, like no, ma'am. <laughs> you have to ask us first, and we'll let you know if you're queen. You don't just call MVP. yourself the queen bee. You don't call yeah. MVP. Okay, those titles are earned. Right. In either event, we're talking about Jen again, of course. So I guess Meredith and Lisa have a conversation. Lisa spills beans and is like, yeah, I met with Jen and we're fine. We're great. And <laughs> Meredith is not happy about that. A little hypocritical because you guys were upset that Jen didn't like that you were cool with, cool with Whitney, but, you know, whatever, fine. Nothing really went with that. And then I guess the, the really only thing to talk about is the final scene, I guess, between Heather and uh, Jen. Oh my gosh. What, what's everyone's thoughts? How do you feel how it went down? Obviously Jen denied everything. And yeah. wouldn't even really explain as to why she said that I don't, she didn't trust Heather. I thought that was yep. clear. When she was like, why'd you say that? Didn't she say like she felt backed into or she didn't realize she, um, Heather was going to say that about her or something. It's like, so then you just literally made that up right then. Yeah, she said because of what just happened, basically because you blindsided her and sort of that it was like her fault, like I guess we in the room. So I'm like, so now you're retaliating. Again, you're keeping score. You're holding shit against me. I didn't realize you were that upset about what that was. So now you're telling me you don't trust me? Like, right. Mm, okay. Yeah, and then so everyone just like they... I guess everyone kind of gathered around to try to get them to talk about it. They were like, can y'all just agree to disagree for the night? Yeah. Because, you know, Heather shouldn't have to be arguing with you at her own function. I mean, <laughs> what is there to say? They seem yeah. to make it up, though. Like, they seem to be fine at, mm-hmm. by the end of it. And Jen was, like, still playing, like, I don't know what I'm sorry for. Yeah, she kept saying, I don't know why I'm, I'm apologizing. I'm sorry, but I don't know why I'm saying sorry. I'm like, okay, wow. And Heather was literally like, you raised your hand. Why don't you trust me? (laughs) She couldn't say anything. Yeah, she only did that just to get back to her, back at her, because she felt like, she felt like Heather threw her under the bus or something, like blindsided her, as she said, but we all know that's not fucking true. Heather was trying to be, Heather was trying to be the friend that Whitney thought she was being. Yes. Heather was trying to let you know, like, this is where you stand with the ladies, and it's not good. You're standing on shaky ground. And, you know, unfortunately, Jen has a very shoot-the-messenger vibe about her. Yeah. Not, you know, take to other people well. And I, quite honestly, I feel like that's pretty much the end of it. Because they make up anyway. So I'm like, so what yeah. all this over and about? Like, everyone seems to be fine now. So again, I'm not understanding how we end up with a three-part reunion, but alas. We do, right. Alas, we do. Alas, but here we are. <laughs> As if so, there's so many loose ends to tie up. Like, right, maybe it's nothing to address, really. Right, I'm sorry, say it again. I say it's not like a lot has happened. It's not a lot of loose ends to tie up. Andy was making it seem like there was a lot of cliffhangers or something. It's like it ended yep. pretty clear. It ended pretty clear. Maybe there was a lot that happened behind the scenes like after but without it. maybe since it's been so long there's a lot to catch up on i don't know that's true and i don't trust anthony and i was gonna say anthony i don't trust andy when he 
says, oh my God, it's the best, or oh my God, yeah, he's it's a liar. Yeah, like you're lying to us. Yeah, I don't believe it. Um, right, so on that note, who is your housewife on display? And actually, not even just this episode, I guess the whole season, since this is the finale, like, who was on display for you this, for, for this franchise, this season one? I'm going to say Whitney. Okay. Jay, are you feeling the same? I was gonna say Whitney, but if you say Whitney, I'll say somebody else. I'll say Mary. Why not? I feel like oh, uh, yeah. she was the one I read the most about on Reddit. I'll say it that way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Mary. That's good. Yeah. Mormonism is on display for me because it was talked That's about good. a lot, and we saw none of it. So I <laughs> <laughs> we met not a good. single Mormon. <laughs> not a single, not a single true Mormon. Um. Not a single Mormon church, not a single Mormon custom. I know nothing more about Mormonism than I did before watching this show, even though the word was mentioned every single episode, for sure. I hope that they address the fact that Lisa said that she never drinks, and then in the Vegas episode, she drank that pirate, not that pirate, that um, bird margarita oh, yeah. porn star drink. Yeah. Mm. I just want sure to say that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Love that. Yeah, love that. And then, I mean, Mary kind of said it in the little trailer. She when she was like, "Don't talk about my church, or I'll talk about your liquor." Oh, okay, yeah. Hmm. Mary, get in that ass, girl. Come on, right? Come alive, Mary. <laughs> We're begging you. <laughs> um, Tariq, can you please explain what your research was about Jen? We should have done it at the top, but your tongue and research like must be addressed on the pod. Yes. Okay, so guys, you know how when she first came, I'm saying guys like. We're like doing a live podcast show, but guys, for anybody listening, um, which speaking that into existence, though, live podcast show for um, Housewives on Display. Was it the first episode or the second? Well, in her confessionals, she was talking about how uh, the people in Utah don't know what she is, don't know what Tongan is, so they just call her Black. And someone slid into my DMs and said, hey, I like Jen. However, um, it's making me mad that she keeps saying, uh, acting as if, people in Utah don't know what Tongan is. Um, this person did six years of schooling there. And she said that there's more Tongan, there's a bigger Tongan community than an African-American community. And so I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. So I did a little, did my Googles and I went to the census because I wanted to, you know, have some facts to back it up. Even though I believe this person, I still wanted to, you know, know some things. And one in four people are Tongan and there are Tongan only Mormon churches. So it appears that there are more Tongan people in Utah than black people, which would mean that people knew what Jen was because she does not read black for sure. At all. Yeah, she doesn't look like a light-skinned black lady at Mm-mm. all. I, I could understand them like cons- like confusing her with like another kind of like Pacific Islander or like yeah. Like, so I was like, thinking like Native American, mm-hmm. maybe even if you're crazy Asian, but like not black. Black. That's for sure. Yes. And everyone, this is, your lips. this is the hard hitting journalism I was speaking of earlier that Sharia has been putting forth. <laughs> um, doing you know all the groundwork, boots on the ground that we need. So. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. And I encourage you to go look at, if they're not down yet, Jen's story from yesterday um, was 
very interesting. Mm-hmm. She, uh, as you guys know, she did a video and while she didn't say George Floyd, we all know the comparison. She was upset mm-hmm. and talking about people believing the white girls. And then she said, it's like, and then she stopped and said, they had their, their knee on her neck. So we know what that comparison is. And um, so, you know, people were posting about it, talking about it. So Asians who watch Bravo, I believe that's the name of the account. I just want to make sure, cause I don't want to say it wrong, but she had post a- Asians by uh, Bravo. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Asians who watch Bravo mm-hmm. had posted a story and it was, a picture of uh, Drake, uh, two pictures of Drake. And the top picture was like him shooing away. He has on a red coat, him shooing away. And it says, actually addressing the racist behavior. And then the bottom picture of him was smiling in the same coat. And it says, hoping it will go away by staying silent. She was talking about Brandy on da- from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Jen reposted that. And you know how when you repost the story, you can do the words or just do the song like if you want music to Mm -hmm. it she reposted drake's song energy did the words um now they're in white because the background of the meme is white so the words come up white but she circled them no worry okay the words got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy they trying to take the wave from a nigga effing with the kid now she starred out I-G-G-E-R. I- can't with her black narrative. I'm sorry. <laughs> she st- she did the asterisk for I-G-G-E-R and did the asterisk for U- um just had the F and did the asterisk for U-C-K-I-N-G. Wait, and but this- you say E-R. Cause that's, you I'm said assuming- N-I-G-G-E-R. She did a hard R. Well, she, she didn't say it. Well, she, I think it's in Drake's song, but she purposely had the words. I'm going to send it to you. Purposely had the words come up and circle them and then did N. And then there's a star. For, like, instead of the letters, there's the, the, the little, um, like, star emoji for like I-G-G-E-R. Yeah. yeah, asterisk. That's what it is. I couldn't asterisk. So, she perp- so, which also made me think, did she actually type these words out or did, because if you do the song with the words, don't the full words come out? That's what I'm saying. I hate to think that she typed in that word and didn't do an A at the end and she did an E-R. Oh, uh, you know what? Wait a minute. And, even Drake is halfway. Oh, it would, it would be an A. It would be an A because there was too many. So, okay, I was about to say she put E-R. I'm kidding with her today. It would be an A. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, we got yeah. Problems. <laughs> we got yeah. Problems. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to get to the root of why I didn't even get what you were saying. And I'm, and here I am, like, oh no, the word isn't typed out. And it's like, no, even if she has that many asterisks, it's the problem. No, no. She, so it was, it's n asterisk asterisk asterisk. So I G G A, and then oh, the okay. other um, has asterisks. But <laughs> then on Ooh. top of it, she put hashtag what he said. <laughs> <laughs> from one from one sister to a brother you know what i mean it's right just... i'm like and the thing is i'm actually gonna um um dm you guys with it right now from like girl the, nobody was even talking about you so the fact that you're watching her account and decide to screen to because she literally had to repost it because it says um i screenshot it because it has asians by bravo you know and you know when you do a meme and you put your account in there so mm-hmm. people know you did the meme I was like, this chick right here, I, I, I cannot. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. She literally, like, trying to drain your energy. No, ma'am. People are holding you accountable to what you said. 
period. She's and then always she the victim. Home. Like, who loves to play the victim more, her or like Candace from Potomac? Because like, or yeah. Stassi <laughs> from VPR. Like, honestly, they're all people who just like love doing stuff and then being the victim of their own circumstance. They're all, okay. yes. It's like, girl, you created all this. And the fact that you couldn't clearly say, guys, I apologize. I did not mean that. Not at all. This is what I meant. But for you to double down and do that fake apology today, for you to, it's bad enough that you said, if anyone thought, you said, like, it's not true. Man, we're watching you. Yeah. So for you to say it's not true. So I was just really like, so Jen's been uh, busy in these streets from reposting memes, thinking she's Drake. Like, girl, if you don't get, <laughs> nobody is that pressed, like trying to drain you. We're just saying, hey. And Jen is very, if you think back to the beginning of the season, well, before the season started, remember when Brandy, well, you guys don't uh, watch Dallas, but I used to, uh, disclaimer, listen to a podcast with two of the Dallas women, Brandy and Stephanie. Oh, yes. And Stephanie, I'm still familiar with like exactly who they are. In the okay. Storyline. Well, so, you know, they have money. Their husbands have like a lot of money for real. And they mm -hmm. were talking about on the show where all the women don't have money. Some of them rent their houses and their cars right, I, for filming. Yes, we talked about that on here because yeah, then that's, that's what, what Brandy thought. said. The shit about Jen's house was the one that was rented. Or she didn't say Jen, but she said yes. the house was rented. Yes. And then Jen went off. And then looking back now, I thought it was odd that she said, I keep Vaseline and hot sauce in my purse. So now I'm looking at it with a different eye. Like, we all know what the Vaseline <laughs> is for. But the hot sauce, what are you trying to say? Like, I don't... I don't I know you can keep pepper in your hands and when you go to fight and you just open your hand and boom, peppers in the eye, whatever. But that's not even really I love how thing. you said that so casually. Like, oh, I, I understand <laughs> when people have like black pepper in their hand. <laughs> I love the image of you squaring up with somebody with pepper in one of your hands. Like, popping them in the eye. That's that so funny. Street tactic. Okay. Someone told me that and I was like, I need to keep pepper. Just think, even at this big age, if I don't want to fight, I'm surely going to get you with pepper in your eye. <laughs> You're wow, it's blind. like pepper spray, but like on the go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But way more inconvenient because it's the actual grain. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. Don't be wearing contacts because you'll never wear that pair again because I'm tearing them up. <laughs> That's funny. I'm taking that with me. Yep. That, and I used to keep a, uh, when I drove for Lyft, my girlfriend works at the hospital. So she gave me a sur uh, surgeon's, um, surge. Oh my God. What are, why am I losing words today? It's uh, the surge scalpel. And so I would practice because you know, it's a safety. Listen, why do you have a scalpel? Listen, because if I picked up a man or anybody that got out of pocket, they wouldn't even know they were cut until their heads were rolling around that car. You better not come for me. <laughs> So I used to practice because there was a safety and I literally would like practice because I'm like, girl, if somebody comes at you, you cannot afford to mess up and have the safety on when you go to, t I'm tearing your head off. I'm telling you, you better not even. I'm actually not. crying. I'm still stuck up. Like she <laughs> managed to find a scalpel somewhere and give it to you. She gave it. Yes. Yeah, I still got it. I had to deliver food one time at, in a part of Baltimore you don't want to be. And you know, you got to change your whole demeanor. And I was like, I will take everybody's guts out <laughs> probably even better feel your confidence knowing you have a scalpel on you your energy yes <laughs> yes well yeah. uh, while at the same time telling myself girl don't be talking to a big game you really gonna have to cut somebody if they come for you like <laughs> imagine right you're gonna be like jen or fucking writing checks with your mouth that you're asking exactly okay. uh, uh, this one quick one time i picked up a guy my profile said i was from jersey i pick him up he gets in he goes mm, i would let you uh, hey jersey girl so i'm like here we go so I'm like, hi. 
he was like, mm, I would let you kidnap me. I said, uh, two things. One, my husband probably wouldn't like that. Oh, he said, I would let you, basically, I would let you kidnap me instead of me kidnapping you. So I said, two things. One, my husband wouldn't like that. Two, you read that my profile said I was from Jersey, right? He said, yeah. I said, your mother would never find all of your body parts. He said, oh, I said, uh uh-huh. So are we ready to go? (laughs) Sir, if you you're just Get trying to be a professional here. woman. That's it. Knowing that I would yeah. have a hard time beating this big man, but I needed him to, I needed to psychologically psych him out. Like, I will cut you up and your mom won't find your finger, your toes, nothing. Men just don't live in fear. It's actually very yeah. intriguing. Yeah. Because yeah. if I got into a car and joked, like, oh, I'll let you kidnap me, like, I would for real get kidnapped. <laughs> like, <laughs> not just yeah. yeah. ain't no game. Like, I can't <laughs> just say that shit. So the fact that you can like sit there and say that and laugh and know that I'm obviously not going to really kidnap you is actually crazy and (sighs) insane. How they get to live. They would tell me I have your phone number because one of them called me because I passed the house. And if you guys are taking Lyft or Uber, you know, it's not really the driver's number. It's just the number that they generate. Mm -hmm. A guy got out and said, "Mm -hmm, Jersey, this is another guy. I saved your number in my phone. Chahi has saved the Lyft number and put as jersey okay when you call that number you're not getting anybody i just said oh okay then have a good one sir like guys just they don't care that's so scary literally be able to like only request like not to say that like obviously women can't perpetuate like violence and crimes too but like you should be able to request like only like you know, like female passengers and vice versa, yes. only like, you know, like female drivers. Remember, that was a plot line on, this is a very deep cut on BoJack. It was like, the idea was that only, it would be female drivers and female passengers, but then men were like, oh, it's like a cartoon, Toria. And oh. so like, they were like, oh, well, like men feel excluded. So we need to include men in this too. And then it obviously had fucked up the whole operation. <laughs> now men were riding again. Right. <laughs> was, like, this is they a- had the nerve to say it was sexist. Are you kidding me? Of yeah. course, but you know how men are. They would be I mean, pissed. Everyone, like, we reference Bojack Horseman a lot, but we're talking about Bojack Horseman from Netflix. Um, really good show. It's a cartoon. Like, if you like animation, then it's cool, but it's adult. It's like adult animation. It's like animation. the least cartoonist cartoon I've ever... It, they, you would forget sometimes that they're cartoons and just think they're actors. Yeah. Like, it's a plot, <laughs> because and it just so happens about, to be animated. Right. What they're talking about in the language and the themes is, like, very adult. It's not, you know... It's no Spongebob. I, I love the fact that they came up that, they, that one of the themes was all women drivers and then men said it was <laughs> men were like, um, yeah isn't that funny like that was such a commentary the show is just one big commentary on, like, yeah, the it's like a yeah. Everything. Kind of thing. yeah I hate when men do that I mean I had a man tell me that when he got out um I would feel better if I could I'm just gonna say I normally don't curse but I have to tell he said I would feel better if I could eat your ass before I go in <gasps> the house and I said excuse me and then I had my foot on the gas. <laughs> and if he hadn't shut my door, he was going to be under the wheel. I was taking him with me. He How shut the door. Where is he crazy in the um, fucking security guard outfit when you need <laughs> Right. He was like, Taria, you do not have to drive. Now, mind you, this is all in the daytime. So I never drove Damn. at night. So he said, wait, you would feel better if he ate your ass? He said, he I, said um, I said, have a great rest of your day when he was getting out. And he said, I would feel better if I could eat you, which I don't even know why <laughs> I didn't say, I hope you feel better. That's actually hilarious. I would yeah. feel better if I could eat your ass. That's I'm like, that's the part hilarious. you want to eat? Like, you don't even know me. Like, 
the audacity the honestly audacity. Men just, i think they just say things for shock value too. they had he got me that day and he had literally like one more second i'm telling y'all i would have drug him under that car i'm like you need no and i think that was was like almost like the turning point and i was like you know this used to be fun but this is a lot and no, then the pandemic happened and i just stopped it did you a favor it, it did honestly it really did sounds like yeah. it i used to get such such lines at starbucks too i was like you know what sometimes i just want to go to work i want to clock and i want to clock out that's it right that's it right and i don't want to have to worry about how i'm going to turn you down because you know men have in these fragile egos right mm -hmm. i'm gonna worry about you throwing that hot coffee back in my face or some shit i don't know like well, you'd be waiting outside for me under my car and then slowly <laughs> rode home with me the whole time but you pop you out with oh, that scalpel I had, that was for me, but you took it out of my like, <laughs> You see, but now that I have my scalpel and my pepper grains, my peppercorn, you're- Listen. <laughs> right, and that's why you got the pepper oil you on deck so you can have both. Exactly. Yep. You throw the pepper first so it catches them off guard and then you hit them with the scalpel. Got it. We need to have these as like rites of passage for little girls when they turn like 15 and like have to like catch the bus or go to the subway. Now this is how you use the scalpel. Like a note card. Yeah, yes, that every yes. girl's given. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper scalpel nine one one. Okay, That's <laughs> yes. How you do it, babe. yes, and nine one one is last after last. you get them. Last. <laughs> oh my gosh, this was so much fun. I always enjoy talking to you guys. It's it's you guys are definitely coming on mine. Um, I'm gonna wait till the stripper in Atlanta because that is gonna be so much fun. Woo! We're <laughs> so excited to talk about that. Look, I need y'all to be. Um, have your uh, videos on and be in swings <laughs> like Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> we can go full video on for that one because I'm sure it'll be the expressions. We're gonna have to imitate some stuff. I don't know what's to come. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah Min tells me that's gonna be the best part of that whole season. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, I can't wait. I'm excited. I, I just I can't wait for this episode to come out. Like I said, I love listening to you guys. I love recording with you guys. Uh, y'all, you and like one other person are the only ones that I, re that stay up to record. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to be up. Cause y'all know, yeah, like, no, I get feel up honored. Like <laughs> when I was like seven o'clock, I'm like, oh, but Tria, you know, she has a bedtime with like, you know, she, cause you're up. We'll see a notification from you at like four in the morning here for no. me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like this woman is like up and at him. Okay. So she lives a different life. I, if I don't, you said she lives. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. I say that about a lot of stuff. I want to wear something that says she lives a different life. Like in the <laughs> different But well, I feel like if I don't send it to you guys, I'll forget. So I'm like, you know. We appreciate um, it. Make sure you plug your socials right now. Oh, so yes. Um, guys, you can find me on Instagram at WeGo Podcast, W-E-I-G-O Podcast. It's for what else is going on. Um, on Twitter at T like Tom, S like Sam, Faison, F-A-I-S-O-N. And if you click on the link in my bio on Instagram, it will take you to the podcast and you can find all the episodes there. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm, I do have a Patreon, um, patreon.com slash, what is it? We go podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is it? W-E-I-G-O. And I understand in these trying times that, you know, Patreon is a commitment, but as the girl said, I am up early. So if you want to buy me a coffee, you can find me at www.buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. All right now. And even Patreon, it's what's the harm in doing a Patreon, you know, just for a month to support somebody. 
who says you I can't like do that. that. I like that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Take take Jay's advice. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, well, thank you so much, Tariq. We had so much fun. I mean, thank for you. Thank you. Thank you guys again. I, I appreciate you asking me, and I, I don't take it lightly because, you know, our platforms are important to us, so you want people on that, you know, will not hurt your platform. So I appreciate you guys for asking me. Of course. And thank you. I, I'll be in your DM shortly because I got a whole bunch of stuff to send you. <laughs> Okay, yes. Third J will be expecting you to do all your homework and come back with receipts. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right, bye. bye. Thank all right, you. Bye. Thank you.